0: A I, know, right. I, I don't know. care where I'm at. I could be interviewing the president and I'm on <laughs> a karate chop. So it doesn't matter. Uh, welcome to season two of The Highway. Appreciate everybody listening. We are in the St. Louis area. Not technically St. Louis, right? St. Anne. St. Anne. Okay. Yes. And St. Anne. There's a lot of saints running
1: around. Yeah, there's here. a
0: lot of saints up in this area. Um, in a very nice, cozy office. Usually re- we record in a. Dirty motel room or a uh, dirty studio. It's on brand. Yeah, it's on brand. It's yeah, on it's brand. On brand which yeah. the studio's pretty nice. I shouldn't mount the studio, but dirty hotel room. So thank you for having us. We have uh, a total of four people. The bird's not here. Bird no. didn't make it. Bird's working, mm-hmm. which may shock. Hours, bird. Yeah, which may shock a lot of people that he has a job, but he But does. he's not
2: dead, right? Yeah. We can't. Okay, I haven't (laughs) talked
0: to him. Yeah, uh, he might be. I have not received a text. Now that
1: you mention it, we don't know.
0: I don't have proof of life, so it's possible. Well,
1: maybe when we do
3: part two of the podcast. Bird
0: can join us. Oh, I think we, I think we definitely have. I think we need Bird him. on. Y'all would enjoy his shenanigans. Oh, yeah, of course.
1: he's full of them. Yeah, full he's
0: them. a, he's a little hooligan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the bird didn't make it on this one. He does have to work. Uh, I have Smee here with me. Smee, how are you?
1: I'm doing well. How are
0: you doing? Oh, you have never asked me that, but I'm doing good.
1: Okay. <laughs> I felt like it was yeah, time.
0: No, uh, yeah. <laughs> We're 20 episodes in, and you finally <laughs> asked yeah, me hey, finally asking yeah. how you're doing. how you're doing.
3: tell me, how are you doing? Well, oh, I'm
0: prepared for everything else other than that question.
3: Right. <laughs> what your passion?
0: Yeah, oh, Please. I have a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, how much time do you got? Uh, okay, so Smee's here. We have two guests that I'm excited about, and we've only done a couple episodes where we've had two guests at the same time. Yeah. Right? And then but maybe... We're doing two today. Yeah, that's right. We're doing two today, and then this is the one of the only ones where the same organization. Is that kind of right? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Does that sound right to you?
1: Well, no. I mean, Panda and Rooster were the same organization, but different yeah. areas. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're not going to talk about Panda and Rooster <laughs> because I'm not even sure if that one's going to air. If I'm be honest with you, but yeah. So we have a, a really exciting group here today. I'm. Uh, we have a nice little agenda that Smee went ahead and wrote out for us. Uh, I'm excited to answer or ask some questions, and I'm sure that uh, they will have some questions and some great stories. But we are here in Mad, St. Louis, and you said Chris earlier. Yeah, but Christine. Chris. Okay, but you go by Chris. I go by Chris. Okay, go That's by correct. go by Chris, and yes. then we also have
2: Jen Wamscans. Jen. Womsgans. It's Wams a good Gans? one. Okay, yeah. I'm just
0: gonna act like I know what that is. Yeah, uh, Chin but... Possibly her last name. Yeah, yes. Yes. I'm, gonna Wams. Throw that I'm, up I'm gonna act like I know how to say that. Jim Womsgans. <laughs> I wish I had a cool name like that. It's <laughs> a great I one. Mine's kind of I
1: married. Will. What is the? I mean, we're gonna get this rural sidetrack. But is there like an origin to that? I'm, like- I'm guessing Ger- I mean, I, I'm not guessing. I
2: know it's German. Okay. okay. Um. Yeah. Because actually, side also story. So my husband's family, a lot of their middle names is Van, and so my husband actually wanted to name our son Van Wamskans, and I was like, no, I think that person is a bully.
1: Can't happening.
0: See, I think you like a hockey player. <laughs> I
1: feel like, okay, well... I am picturing actually the Russian from um Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ivan Drago. <laughs> yeah. It's I just don't one know. of those right. names. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's so a powerful it is. Name. It's a strong name. It is. It, I, I yeah. like I said, I married well. It's awesome. So, oh, yep, Jen German it's mad advocate. Love it. It's awesome. Band. Well, Hutton's sure.
0: German. I just it's just It's so just cool. a lame one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, someone it's just It's just a
3: really nice easy name to pronounce. Yeah, so, yeah. easy.
0: Womsky, so is nice. that's cool. I feel like that's a it's a baseball Walk up, mm-hmm. yeah, Van scans yeah. Oh, by the way, with speaking Here's of walk up songs, oh, is that Smee's phone?
1: That was my watch,
0: oh. <laughs> so sorry. Please, me, if you could go ahead and kill <laughs> the <that>. best
1: <laughs> baseball walk up songs of all time.
0: <laughs> well, speaking of walk up songs, how about we do theirs? Mm-hmm. Ready, and here we go.
4: I'm cranking up on the throttle, victory is my- Too far to quit. Step back, I'm going in. I'm cranking up on the throttle. This is how legends are made. I like it, very nice. Well, we kind of feel like we
0: are. I like that. We I, kind of I feel like we're warriors. I'm ready for it. Okay, bring it. Uh, so let's first start with intros. I know you have kind of talked very briefly, but let's start with um, kind of who you are, what you do. And then I think we'll probably dive into, there's obviously a why, right? Why you're yes. doing these things. So let's start out with who you are, what you do. Okay. And then we'll kind of uh, kind of move into the uh, the why first. Oh, wait a second. Should I do the, do we do the drinks? I'm sorry, I'm way off.
1: Yeah, you are kind of going out of order. Right? Yeah, we can talk about what we're drinking.
0: Okay, Chris, first off, I feel like that's your area because you made them. <laughs> Good.
3: Um, so in honor of, ryan being on a sabbatical from yeah. alcohol and probably more importantly we are in the mad office probably a good idea um, yeah. so no alcohol we are doing mocktails today from annie Gunn's restaurant which is a pretty famous restaurant in st louis Um we're doing their gin and tonic which is free spirit gin zero alcohol um, and we are doing the pink syrup from Pinkney Bend, which is out of New Haven. Um, and, of course, excellent tonic water with a lime.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I'm so, going to say it's delicious. No, it
1: is, it is amazing. And I think that my thing is I've seen non-alcoholic spirits, if you will, but I've never seen a non-alcoholic gin. And I was just reading this, mm. and it was, you know, an herbal non-alcoholic alternative with, bi- like, vitamin B. So oh, there we go. You're
3: getting our
0: vitamins. Yeah, we're we we
1: elevating our energy and our we mood.
0: <laughs> we might just ship this. This is like a health podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, so I think that's awesome. Vitamin, what? Seen, vitamin B. Vitamin B. Oh, B. Yeah. Isn't,
0: that, isn't that energy?
1: Yeah, it's to help ignite your energy and elevate your mood is what it says here. Wow. Oh, well, so then you,
0: we're all about we're that. All yeah, you made us energy. We yours. are all about yeah. that. Well, no wonder you're always amped up. You, <laughs> always amped up. <laughs> <laughs> you're this all the time. I get it. now. All right, cool. Okay. Can we talk about this one too? I you know, may. I mean, I feel like I'm going to let you talk about it because you. No, descri- I think
3: you need to. You described that.
0: it very well. Um, oh well,
3: it tells you right here.
0: Oh, so I just I should. I You can, you can just read, just read it. it. Uh, okay. See, that's not yeah. So, we talk about? Can we talk about why? Can we do the trade or no?
3: Yes, please. Okay. Yeah. Is that all right? Oh, absolutely.
0: So I was completely caught off guard. In fact, cornered. I mean, when I came in here. Yeah, I just literally felt, cornered. Uh, in the corner cornered, of the I didn't know, I could not <laughs> escape. Um, but no, seriously, so so Chris said, hey, I'm going to make a trade with you, and very politely said, I don't want to put you on the spot on yeah. the podcast, which you totally should have. Yeah. Um, so she has this nice bottle of McFarland's Reserve. Is it MR13 is the actual name? Or is um, that just the...
3: It's 13 years in the cask.
0: Okay, so 13-year-old straight bourbon whiskey finished in... Cabernet Sauvignon. 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 Remember I'm from Southwest Missouri. Oh, like, that's right. I barely know my
3: We could have spelled it out phonetically for you. Yes.
0: So uh traded this, which you did not need to trade. And I, again I hope that you know you don't have to trade stuff like that. But you're going to sounds like attend the Green Lab in August. Yes. Twenty second. Which Can't by the time wait. this drops it may be after. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. Because
3: yeah. I use so the reason I'm asking for that is because last year, um, shout out to uh, Art Amato, who's with MoDOT. Art, love him. Art love teaches art. for us,
0: actually. He's he awesome. Art. He's yeah. awesome.
3: Love that man. Came up to me at Saturation and said, hey, I think you need to attend an A-Ride class. And cool. I was like, okay, what's A-Ride? Right? And he's like, this is why you need to go. And I went. It was awesome. Awesome. Instructors were awesome. Hilarious. Learned a lot. One of the instructors at A-Ride said, really feel like you need to go to DRE. Again, I'm like, what is DRE? Don't know. And he's like, I'll handle this. So he actually contacted Robert Paul Mm -hmm. Safety Center. And there was a lot of back and forth. Because I'm pretty sure I was the first citizen...
0: That, that has nothing to do with law right.
3: enforcement.
0: I think since Robert and I have been there, for sure. <coughs> because usually we'll have, like, um, uh, criminalists or lab people Correct. audit. But I, I don't think we've ever had... Yeah, I guess that's, that's what a I was told. Quote,
3: yes. Yeah, so first citizen, you know, Joe Smith off the street sure, um, kind of person. So I was super honored, completely nervous, way in the weeds, didn't have a clue, but um, uh, learned a ton, learned a ton. Thank God I didn't have to take that final. Um, and because of my position with MAD, I now use all of that information when I speak. Cool. And I speak multiple places. So I can incorporate what I've learned so far mm-hmm. in educating. So
0: Speaking of that, Let's finish your intro. Yeah. Because I feel like I got off of <laughs> fast, which is pretty normal. Yeah. So just give us your full kind of your full intro here, your, your okay. name and kind of what you do with MAD. And
3: okay. Um, so Chris Marino, um, I am a survivor advocate um, because in 2015, my husband was murdered by a drunk driver uh, in the state of Florida, not in Missouri, in the state of Florida. Um, my 20-year-old daughter, who was with him at the time, was the witness to the crime. Um, so, Mad, like day two, Mad stepped in to assist me. Obviously, I'm out of state, was not present when this went down. Um, they were there for me uh, in a criminal trial. It takes between two and three years sure. to come to fruition. Uh, they attended court for me all the time, like every month, every two months, because we keep getting denied. You know how that works. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they would call me immediately after court. Here's what's up. Here's what you need to expect. I had no clue. Um, I learned so much. And at the end of all of that, between my prosecutor and MAD, um, I just felt compelled to now work for the organization that pretty much saved my life. Um, in the worst moment of your life, ever. Um, So my daughter was accused in the trial of killing her dad uh, because that was his defense that he chose to go with, because he pled not guilty, Um, and we had multiple videos of him committing the crime. Really good BAC, two times over the limit. State of Florida needs no warrant to draw your blood. Oh, wow. Uh, because it's a transient state. Okay. So you fail any portion of your FST, they immediately call for an ambulance. And a new crew comes, draws your blood on scene, and drives it directly to the hospital. Dang, I need to go to Florida. This yeah, is how amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. This yeah. is how it goes down in Florida. So I've, been,
0: different. I've been pondering Texas, but Florida's <laughs> no, no. really no. on my list. <laughs>
3: There's other things to consider in Florida. But um, for my purpose, it was awesome. Uh, So, yeah, he was, had him dead to rights. Um, He hired a really slimy defense attorney out of South Miami who defends drug dealers. So I kind of knew what I was in for Mm -hmm. when my prosecutor told me. She's like, get ready. Like, okay. Um, Because at the end of the day, you don't know where your trial is going to go. You have no clue. You hope for the best, and you prepare for the absolute worst. So his defense was, my daughter's on the stand, key witness, and he says to her, why didn't you stop your dad from walking in front of the truck? They were in a crosswalk. Oh, wow. And my daughter was six inches behind my husband. Mm -hmm. And my husband never, this guy blew through. And it's a well-marked crosswalk. They do huge signs. Yeah. That are neon down there, Mm -hmm. that have lights. That flat, it's full on heavy duty crosswalk. Other traffic had stopped. This guy, drunk, blew right through, killed my husband. My daughter watched this, and so defense went after her and said, "Really, you could have reached out and saved your dad."
0: Oh my goodness!
3: So that's when we knew, oh crap, we're in trouble. Um, But they found him guilty. The took the jury ten minutes. Guilty verdict. It's a nightmare story because my judge let him go home. They oh. did not, when we went back for sentencing, the judge was like, oh, you're a really good guy and you're a pillar of the community. He pulled out all the bullshit. Sure. And Mad said, get ready for the bullshit because it's coming. Uh-huh. Like, brought his kindergarten teacher to speak on behalf and his pastor and every would, person what, what, he ever what, met on a sidewalk. Wow. Basically. Like 150 people. Like character
0: up. witnesses type yep. thing? Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: And so the judge was like, you're, you're a good guy. You got a baby at home, blah, blah, blah. I'll let you go home because he immediately appealed, immediately appealed when the verdict was read. So let him go home with a scram. Um, we went home to St. Louis devastated. My daughter's like devastated again. Sure. First she's blamed for his death. Then she finds out, Oh, he's not going to, he gets to go home. Like. I know I no longer have my dad, but sure, you go home with your baby. That, mm-hmm. That's cool. So um, then we go back for sentencing. Like I said, he lets him go home. Both the police advocate that I had from the city of Clearwater and my mad advocate both said to me, just sit tight. This guy's going to violate again. We see it sure. a lot. And I was like, no, that's never going to happen. I was convinced and i got a call from my prosecutor like six months later it's
0: not surprising
3: scram went off at the sheriff's department they were with a warrant on his doorstep at 5 30 a.m to arrest him so finally he goes to jail and then um he starts serving his sentence he only got five years he got 10 years oh my gosh 10 years probation of he has to stay alcohol free for 10 years He lost his license forever, and he can't enter any establishments that have over 50% sale of alcohol, Mm. which, big deal. Um, So, he... I was privy to his recordings in the jail Mm -hmm. through my prosecutor. She said, I just need you to know this. Um, He's recorded calling all of his frat brothers uh, that I'm a And he hopes I burn on the face of the sun. I ruined his life. Oh. He blames me.
0: Which may be a compliment coming from a guy like that. Well, I said bring it. I said bring it.
3: So now I'm not only best friends with my prosecutor, I got real close with the PO. Sure. Real close. I reached out to her immediately. And I was like, we're going to be best friends because get ready, girl. We got 10 years. So I'm hoping he violates again. But at his first appointment with the PO, when he met her, he said, don't ever tell that where I live. And she goes, I'm pretty sure she already knows. Yeah. So yeah. I'm pretty sure she already Googled
0: it. Has you he ever heard day. of the internet?
3: Yeah. Have <laughs> yeah. so like, you heard of Google? I feel like that's pretty <laughs> easy. So, yeah, I know where he is and what he's up to. Can <laughs>
0: so, yeah, I can I ask his age? You don't name or anything. He was 32 at the time. 32 he at the time. killed my husband. Okay. Yeah. Okay, 32 at the time. Wow. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's. um. I, mean, I feel like we're going to talk more. Um, k- so, you, you, through that, is how you ended up getting with Mad. Absolutely. And then. How did that, can I talk about that transition real quick? How do you went from that experience to, and don't worry, Jen, I am coming oh, to, okay, yeah, no, we, coming to good, you. Hey, no, we're good, we're good. Can we ask how you went from that experience to, okay, now I need to work for Matt or be a part of Matt?
3: Um, I think that what really prepared me was at the very beginning, Mad really drove this point home, which was, do not speak of your case. Do, until you are fully mm-hmm. and completely adjudicated never speak of this and for a very good reason because you want a good outcome in your trial right. you want this person going to prison you want them found guilty and if you speak about it you could jeopardize your case so I listened to them plus my prosecutor beat it into my head literally all the time um but I think because it took five and a half years to adjudicate that's a long time yeah yeah. so in the meantime and a lot of people know this in the meantime my daughter decided to self-medicate with alcohol we'll just say that sure uh, so she struggled and she's been in rehab multiple times um, she has taken to heart that she was told she killed her dad she'll never get it out of mm-hmm. her head um, So I've been through that process on top of a criminal trial, an appeal. Um, I've had a lot of time to think. I did listen to multiple people's advice that said, go to group therapy and go to individual, do both, take advantage of everything, which I'm eternally grateful for that because it really helps, really helps to process everything. I think because of all of that, and then right when they called, so you know the court heard my case and they called and said, "Nah, we're denying the appeal." COVID hit, and
0: it was oh like, "Oh my gosh!"
3: Okay, now I can't even speak if I wanted to because right. <laughs> we have COVID, so we all shut down here. As did everybody else. I get it. Um, so that was like another life changing event. COVID it sure it threw everybody for a loop. So. All those things together sort of came together for me, like because I'm a person who speaks first and then thinks. I do that, I own. never would have guessed. I know anybody else that's I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm sure you don't know. Caught me of off guard on that one, yeah. Um, so that was very helpful to have to sit on my hands, okay, and keep my mouth closed, okay. Uh, so that taught me a lot. I feel like I'm coming out of it a little bit, sure, now, but it just. I'm just all about the education and everything of my life. And that was a huge educating moment for me. So it, for me, it was a really good transition. Okay. Really helped. And the mad people I worked with were awesome in Florida and in St. Louis. So Megan Carter was my victim services person here in St. Louis. Um, she has since moved on multiple times uh, to national, but She's the one who walked me through a lot of stuff here and said when you're ready when you're ready everybody grieves differently
4: mm-hmm.
3: when you're ready so you just know when you're ready and all that stuff together it was really helpful
0: all right man powerful yeah wow. yeah I, I mean I love the story I don't love the story but you no. know I mean I love how it it just uh you know led to this situation and, and what you're doing now so that's
1: well, and I mean, in such a time of like, you know, you don't know where to go, right? That MAD did that for you. And, and so you kind of are offering I would, that for other I would people.
0: would say like fill the void maybe? Yeah, I would say, I mean,
1: I have no idea what that would be like. But to be in that time that just upheaval of change and emotion like to have kind of that stabilization force who's probably been through you know cases before knows the system kind of knows how it works i think that's that's a great service to offer people going through
0: that and maybe that helped with them saying hey hold on here we go and that's kind of preparing you for that versus i know a lot of people who go through this type of situation don't have any guidance Right. right they just they're just kind of going through it and the only guidance they get is from when they're sitting in a courtroom then they just wait 6 months until the next you mm-hmm. know uh,
3: very frustrating part of it so yeah, yeah that was really beneficial to me which is now why I go with families into court um, all through the motions the hearings leading up to the trial in the trial and then to sentencing we've been to quite a few sentencings mm-hmm. we've been to some horrific trials um, all of that has prepared me to help other people in my same Situation, um, and sometimes you have to tell people things they do not want to hear. They don't want to hear you say, "This probably isn't. This might not turn out sure like you
2: want it. This probably is not going to turn out how you want to. Yeah. Sure. Well, in most cases. Yeah.
0: yeah, perfect timing, Jen. Yeah, speaking of Jen, yeah, speaking of Jen just <laughs> chilling. All right, so Jen, let's talk about uh, introduce yourself and kind of, if you don't mind, how. Uh, You know, you got involved in MAD, maybe what you do and and that type of situation. Sure.
2: So similar to Chris, um, similar to anyone that you will meet probably with MAD, um, I came to MAD through a loss. So we always say it's the club nobody ever wanted to join, right? So in 2011, my cousin David was killed by a drunk driver three days before his 30th birthday. So I grew up in a big family. Um, We're from St. Louis, North County. um, So... Shout out to all my North County friends out there, um, and we had one of those families where, like, you know, just we didn't have any money, right? So all of our family and friends, all we did you was fit in with us quite well. Uh, right? yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so what did you do in the late '80s when you didn't have any money and you had huge families because big Catholic family? Um, we all hung out together all the time. So we did camps together. We watched each other. My mom worked weekends and nights as a nurse. And my aunt worked during the day. So David and I used to hang out all the time. So we would do summer camps together. We would hang out on the weekends. Um, You know, we were more, we, there was nine of us cousins and we were more like, siblings than cousins sometimes we fought like siblings versus cousins mm-hmm. so um, that's when you know you're close that's exactly you're yeah. so we have i mean we literally we um we always joke um and i'll talk a little bit later we i speak at a victim impact panels sometimes um and i show a picture of we have all nine of us when we were really young my grandparents played tennis and so they got us into tennis well tennis is a very expensive sport so they we went to Dwight Davis Tennis Center in Forest Park, and they had a like a free tennis clinic that we would go to every summer, and we would all drive down together. And um, so anyway, one year for Christmas we bought those like eighties track suits because that was in style, oh, right? Yeah, and our tennis sweet. rackets, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we have a picture of the nine of us those all in our track suits, yes. Those are and back. it's super awesome. And so we had this picture made for my grandparents all of us in our track suits. Well, like literally the year before Dave died, we recreated that. Photo as almost adults. Yeah. Uh, like I said, Dave at the time was 29. I would have been 28. So picture people at the mall. I don't know if you remember that, where you could go mm-hmm. and in like one hour you got your photo right. So my cousins now, who are now grown men mm-hmm. in t- tracksuits that are way too tight for their bodies. Oh yeah. It was not pretty. My um, <laughs> cousin Jim played college uh, football at Beloit, and um, him in a tracksuit is. You know, something to be seen, let's be honest. <laughs> um, I'll go to picture people at the mall, take a photo. Um, and so anyway, I always show that at my impact panel and just say, hey, like we can never do this again. We can never recreate right. that photo because Dave's Dave's not around. So <clears throat> anyway, so Dave is my why, right? That's why we do everything. Um, but he was driving on Highway 370, if you're familiar with St. Louis, um, in the eastbound lane. And an impaired driver on, uh, she was in her 40s. Um, and it was like 5.30 in the afternoon. She was point one five eight at like 5.30 in the afternoon on a Tuesday.
4: Hmm.
2: Changed lanes aggressively, hit him. They both were overturned, um, and he was killed instantly. So um, he had a daughter at the time. His daughter is now 21, which is insane to me right. because right. she will always, you know, kids grow. It's weird. Um, and so... Our story is a little bit different than Chris's in that, um, and this is something that we've run into with, and this is the hard thing about any kind of crime, right, is that every victim family goes through the judicial process differently. Mm -hmm. Um, Similar to Chris, our family has never had Gone through, we had never been to court before. Everything we knew was from law and order. So it was like <laughs> it's duh, duh. nothing yeah. like yeah, that. TV, Shocker. Yeah. It's just like, right. Yeah. Criminal court's just like TV, isn't it? Shocker. Oh, yeah. Exactly. The we same. didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were babies. And we we're very fortunate, obviously, that we've never had any issues with the law. So we didn't know what we were getting into. So we turned to MAD, right? MAD was there for us every step of the way. Um, the St. Louis office, in particular, Megan Carter, April Barthamus, they were there helping us along the way um but we are fortunate our offender decided to plea so we didn't have to go through the trial process so um again our situation looks a lot different than families who have to go through the actual trial because families that go through the trial their offender the whole time is like i didn't do it i'm not guilty Mm -hmm. like that family deals with something completely different than our family who our offender did plead guilty she Mm -hmm. you know she came out Took the plea, you know, whatever. I wouldn't say we ever got an apology, but
4: right, that she right, was at, at least admitting at fault. least admitting in, fault, in, yeah, in taking whatever.
2: Yeah. Um, she was sentenced to six years DOC. Um, served four. I was gonna say didn't do six, right? But. Didn't do six, served four. Um, and then about a year later, our family. So in our family is very, we are not a we are very proactive family like we are like we are gonna get out there we're gonna do something about this we are we need to get involved so um at the time there was not a walk like mad in st louis um this is like 2012 okay so um at that time there was not a walk in the area um mad had events at the time um but my aunt was very interested in doing something to honor david and she's like we got to do something so as a family we were like hey let's do some kind of can we do a fundraiser for Matt?" they helped us so much during the process writing impact statements um kind of just figuring out what what court was and just how anytime there was a hearing they were like explaining it um literally they're up every step of the way with us so we're like what can we do to help and they're like we want to do this walk so um first year Our goal was to raise, I think, like five thousand dollars. We had a very low walk goal; like it was literally our friends. Can you
0: explain the walk like mad? Is it like a like sponsored? So basically, yes.
2: So basically, it's just like a fundraising, like a fun walk, five k. We have a one mile memorial mile kind of a thing. Um, And like I said, our first year we had a very low um, goal. Since then, we've had a walk every year, and it's we've obviously raised that goal. Sure. Um, (laughs) Because we are. Very competitive and in this Jen, family. what's your goal this year? Our goal this year is $31,000. Okay. Um But at that time, it was $5,000. And the reason why this is important is because David's favorite number was 13. Okay. So we invite all of our friends and family. That first year, literally, we probably had, what, maybe uh, 200 people that showed up. And I would say a good 90% of it was David's friends. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a young guy. 200, I thought that, I was thinking yeah. that's actually pretty I mean, solid. Is, yeah, agree. yeah, Where well, yeah. we're Where's at, a good uh, that'd be yeah, great yeah. there's,
0: <laughs> there's not 200 in our town.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right, exactly. So we were like, I, I mean, this walk was, literally, it was like David's walk. And it was like, we're, everything is Dave. Um, Dave loved, we did, um, he also was an organ donor. Um, we were able to, do- he was able to donate 11 organs. Um, which is very cool yeah um and so he uh donate life is another phenomenal organization that matt unfortunately sees interacts Mm -hmm. with a lot because a lot of our families end Mm -hmm. up you know organ donation can be a part of their journey as well yeah um so he loved converse tennis shoes which is my i'm always like damn it david you'll hear me a lot of times in life i'm like damn it david (laughs) um because we our family wears, he loved Converse tennis shoes, um, which smeze, are the most Converse, oh god, whatever. those are the most uncomfortable. They're the
0: damn most shoes.
1: uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm like, so okay. If I was
0: the word cardboard on I would rather wear these all day They are not shoes. They
1: they they yeah. <laughs> They've gone through a little bit of a revision. They do have like like the memory foam really now. Yes, oh, okay. maybe I need to yeah, upgrade. that. I mean, I was take the original like in 2012. Yeah, okay. the, we bought these. We bought green
2: Converse tennis shoes. Everyone in our family. I'm talking like. 70 of us, there's a lot of us Green Converse tennis shoes, we wrote the number 13 on them because that's Dave's favorite number, and that year we raised $13,000, and so then MAD was like, oh hell yeah, this family means business we're bringing them back next year, so um, anyway, so year after year we've done this walk, and then so that's what's really started our family's journey with MAD, and then we've all become more involved, obviously my aunt and I both speak for MAD um, Mm -hmm. and I, um, for me education is extremely important i have young children um and they will never know david um so for me Mm -hmm. it's that it's very important for me that they learn about him and know why he's not here and then are able to share that with their peers and friends and family um so it's for me education is just so much and that's what Matt is all about is getting education out there um and we do that through victim impact panels, through our underage drinking program. I mean, there's so many things that Chris and I are involved with on a daily basis, along with hundreds of other volunteers mm, in the area. Yeah. Um, and that's what's really cool is most of our volunteers, I'm going to say 90% of them, unfortunately have a, have a, have a tie to right, the right. mission. A
3: personal connection.
2: Um, and it's very therapeutic, I will say. Um, because by us sharing and connecting, we're meeting people who have been through what we've been through. Right. Um, it's a 100% preventable crime, right? So impaired driving. So if you're, um, if someone comes up and stabs you, <laughs> like that person had intent. Right. Was, you know, there's, right. Whatever, they where, meant to do that. Right. Yeah. They right. were. It, and yeah. so where there's there's crimes out there that are not preventable. Sure. <laughs> where this one is. One hundred percent preventable. Yeah. That person had; they could easily yeah. not. Yeah. yeah.
0: And especially, in, you know, twenty years, thirty. And I'm not making excuses, right. but When you look at twenty four, or twenty three, sorry, going into twenty four, you have Uber, Lyft. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I was from, we had, so uh, or we they had. Sorry, uh, I think it was called Safe Ride. Yes. I don't know if that sounds familiar. But mm-hmm. and I think they for like twenty bucks, if I'm thinking of the right program, it was like college kids who were fully insured.
4: Yeah. Who would exactly. take your
0: car? anywhere in Springfield at the time, Mm -hmm. and then if Mm -hmm. it was, like, outside of Springfield, it was only, like, a dollar five miles or something like that. So when the drunk's excuse is, oh, I don't want to leave my car there, well, these people come and get you and your car and take it to your house. So there, you know, there never was an excuse, but you really look at today, you're going, there isn't. You know, I can can hop on my phone right now and get an Uber from here, probably anywhere in the state, as long as I want to pay for it, right? Right. And you look at the price... Yeah, You know, of course it goes up on Friday nights, but what's $50? What right. do you do? I probably drop 200 on drinks. Oh, well, like and we bar. always do, yeah. too.
2: Right. If you talk to, we do, like I said, our victim impact panels, which mm-hmm. is where um, in- offenders are sanctioned, right, by the court. After you get a DWI to go and attend, uh, a lot of our local um, courthouses will have this, where if you get a DWI, they have to attend an impact panel where they have to listen to victims and survivors share their story. Um, a lot of our local, because we host those here, mm-hmm. um, St. Charles, St. Louis County, you know, a lot of these local places, Jeffco, they will send them, ask them to attend a MAD panel, which is amazing, and we right. love that, because one, the MAD panels that we have are all about education it's all about respect we are very much um when you're coming to us as an offender we never want you to feel there's no shame or blame or any you know we want you to come in and learn listen to our stories and leave feeling empowered to
0: make make a better better choice
3: choice. yeah yeah
0: and i think that's what it boils down to just make it a choice right when we start
3: our talks i mean i'm pretty sure jen does the same thing as Mm -hmm. me when i start i introduce myself say why who i'm with A little brief history of MAD, and then I tell everyone every single time, we are not here to tell you that you're a horrible person. However, you did make a bad choice. That's why you're here. Sure. But you're not a bad person. We want to help you understand how you can learn from this, and we don't want to see you again. So take all this information from us and put it to good use because we alter. I mean, not all. But, you know, it's a high 90% number. All of us that speak drink. So we're not here to beat you over the head. Right. You can't drink alcohol. You're, you're a horrible person. Uh, or, or whatever is it is that got you here. Um, we just say, here's the protocol. Here's, you know, here's the plan that you make before you get out there in the world. Like, what is it you're going to do? Make a plan. Be prepared. It's all about coming from... The educational standpoint, we hand out a little sheet that tells you alcohol absorption. Mm -hmm. How much is then the shot of whiskey versus, well, you just drink a beer. So it's all about understanding that. Um, And like Jen says, we are not, we don't exist to shame people and make you feel like crap. That is not our goal. Never has been, never will be. And some people have been, at least in my situation, I've had a few confrontational People um, in the audience <laughs> of offenders, um, so it can be uncomfortable.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, luckily for us, and I am thankful for this every damn day, we have multiple law enforcement officers that speak with us as are,
2: volunteers. As FYI. volunteers, these guys are they legit volunteer officers. their time
3: to come and speak to a panel. We have. Can we say name? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. So, Officer John O'Neill from... Oh, I know John. John's
0: going to be at the Green Lab.
3: Yeah. John's
0: going to come yeah. to the Green Lab. No.
3: no. <laughs> what? <laughs> that first I Yeah, to make that one out. Beep, beep. <laughs> Sorry, Smee. <laughs> um, no dang way. No. <laughs> so, John O'Neill saved my ass Thursday night with an impaired offender. So, I was speaking, and so I... Using my dre skills, mm-hmm. I was watching her. We pegged her when she came in to register. Uh, Rob Savage, who's a deputy with Franklin County, said, "Hmm," and I went, "Yeah, it's just a gut feeling you get yeah. when you're speaking with someone." I didn't know her from Adam. Something just, and you hear this uh, because I was on a ride along. In the other couple involved in the crash. Came up to the officer I was with and they said, he's not drinking. There's no alcohol, but he's not right. There's something wrong with this Mm guy. And they taught us that in school.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, So it keeps playing out for me. So when she came to the panel, I was like, ooh. Well, she was on the nod the entire Mm. time of the panel. And here's the bad part. Well, for her, she didn't graduate. Um, But... The rest of the room saw it. Yeah. So all the offenders there were a little ticked off.
0: Sure.
3: And I was like, good, you should be. Yeah. Good. And kept asking me, are you going to give her certification? Are you going to let her pass? Because we hand out the paperwork at the end that you take to your PO, to court, to your attorney, whomever, uh-huh. to say, I completed my journey. Um, and they kept, and I said, no. I said, you're... Looking full blown, she at up an she's impaired. No, an so. impaired person here. Um, of course, I'm not going to give her her certification. She's not. She's going to have to come back and do this again. Yeah. Pay pay extra. Yeah. Pay extra and now. And be sober. Mm-hmm. How about that? And how about show up sober? Um, so yeah, John O'Neill speaks. He does an excellent PowerPoint from a DRE perspective, mm-hmm. educating again, educating. Um, we have X. Ex- Trooper? Can sure. I say that? Yeah. Jeremy Pataki speaks and shows his crash. Okay. Jeremy he was, was hit by a an trooper a, that was hit by an, hit apparent apparent driver. an impaired driver. Okay. While he was pulling an impaired driver over. Mm. His patrol, his SUV was rear-ended, flew him in the air, ended his career. Okay. And so, he has a
2: phenomenal his story. He Jeremy actually speaks in for Matt in multiple areas. He speaks at schools. Yeah. He speaks um, conferences. Conferences. Yeah. All different. Yeah. Um, but it's really cool at for at least for Chris and I when we're speaking at an impact panel. Obviously, you have victims and survivors speaking, mm-hmm. right? Um, and their story is impactful, and it it does make the offenders sad right I mean mm-hmm. it's I mean oh, they intentionally cry. they, creep they up. get upset Most people and, cry. yeah but then also when you have someone like a law enforcement officer or a firefighter or someone who's first responder ish mm-hmm. I guess um sharing that hey this affects us too there's mm-hmm. this like rip right. like we talk no about the immune. ripple effect like, yeah. a lot no like, one's like, immune. yes yeah that right. just when you know this by one action you know, the, obviously the family is affected, but then that officer, then he's taking that home. And sure. then the girl that drew the blood at the hospital, they're taking this home. Right. She may have to stay late. This, right. I mean, there's like, it's just this. The problem. witness, the passerby. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so much.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: And it is. It's very. Um, and then we also talk a lot, like, you know, you were mentioning the cost of like an Uber. Well. Mm-hmm. In our panels, we do at the end, um, we do like a survey, just feedback for it's them. Anonymous. To, we just ask for feedback. Okay. Yeah, totally anonymous. Um, but in that, we do ask, on average, how, how much are you spending on your DWI? And a lot of them, it's upwards of five ten thousand dollars 10000 anywhere. I mean, it's And ask
3: for people on their first.
0: Right, right.
3: I mean, you would not believe when, when, when officers will say, how many people in here are like over two? Yeah. Half the room's hands go up. Right. There's people that fill out the forms that say I'm on number 5.
0: Oh yeah, easy. What the hell? Yeah.
3: So the cost of an Uber versus those kinds of
2: costs of an attorney and court costs. Nothing. I mean, isn't I mean, why not? Like, I mean, and that's where as some, you know myself when I when my husband and I decide to go out, right? And we're going to go out and we're going to have a good night. We plan everything. We have three kids. we got to get a sitter. we got to make sure this. We plan what we're wearing. We plan. And we plan every damn thing because we don't get to do it often. So why not just add the extra step? You can pre-book Ubers now. Like I can book an Uber for tonight at 10 o'clock. So it's like just make it part of your plan. And that's, you know, like I said, that's part of our, our message when we're speaking to people, whether it's teenagers, whether it's adults. You know our message is always just and make now a plan.
3: And now it's weed. So now, right? A whole
0: nother As you well, you may have heard weed's
3: <laughs> legal in Missouri. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I don't know. Does he know about that? I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Are you know anything? I'm gonna about? look into it. And now we yeah, have you should definitely that look at part of our spiel that we are incorporating now: legal, illegal drugs, mm-hmm. THC. It's all like. It's so overwhelming now that we have to include all of this yeah. when we're speaking. Like like we're talking about it all. Right. Um, and it's it's for me it's just like mind blowing seeing what law enforcement goes through on a regular daily Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday basis of who's impaired and now what in the hell are what you is taking it? Right. what what's going on here? Right. It's mind blowing. Yeah. And as a citizen, I had no clue. And another reason why I was really motivated to go to DRE because I had no clue the amount of well, let's just even say legal drugs. Sure. Like legal drugs that people are ingesting mm-hmm. and self medicating, and it's I, I, I'm just overwhelmed by it. Yeah. And 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 I'm driving a car. Yeah. And I'm going to drive myself to work. Yeah, then I'm going to go get, pick up my kids. Yeah. And now I'm going to go put, put my uh, damn kids in the seat. Yeah.
0: And I'm then my, I'm going to drive down 70 at 90 miles an hour at 5 o'clock. There we go. Yeah, it's absolutely it's, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah. And I think people don't understand too how, uh, I don't want to say little of training, but how limited some of the training is if you're a, a base level. Right, so a street cop who doesn't go on to A-Ride or DRE.
3: Right.
0: Right, so you have these guys and gals who are just right. going, like you said, this person's effed up. Wait, we have going, to just
3: say thank you to Smee.
0: Yeah. She's yeah.
3: refreshing our conversation. Yeah, Smee is, is yeah. yeah.
0: yeah that's, that's why we hired her. That's why we hired her. Yeah, so, you know, I, and I think that kind of gets away from the public is that all cops are not experts nope. when it comes to drugs. No. Nope. In fact, it's a very... Uh, limited number of cops that even move on to this, you know, uh, expert level of training. But... um,
3: Which then leads me to the question, if you don't mind, for you, because Jen and I have talked about this a lot. And I try and make a point to ask every single officer that I meet or that I'm involved with, uh, meaning they've asked me to go on a Mm ride-along, they want to work with me in whatever capacity, I'm always saying to them, what led you here? Why are you here at this moment? Because Jen and I feel like y'all are a different breed. Like it's a different animal out there. That's the DWI hunting, guys, especially hard and are yeah. like we
2: every DWI DRE, even just regular, just the run of the mill road guy, but the guy that will do that will do a DWI even when. Maybe your department is like, we don't really do DWIs here. slide. yeah. yeah. Oh, so don't what even, is, we were saying, when that. we were talking about coming here, we were like, what, you know, what's your, why, what pushes you? Do you have a connection?
0: Uh, uh, yeah, I, that's a great question. So, um, I've been hit by a drunk driver in high school. And um, I wasn't injured, nothing like that. It was me and my girlfriend at the time, you know, just re- randomly rear ended. And I thought, man, this guy doesn't, you didn't know anything, right? You're a kid. And I'm like, man, this guy seems kind of effed up. So uh, a, trooper, a trooper shows up and is like, yeah, this dude's effed up and arrests him. So probably subconsciously, something was planted there. And I just didn't really think about it. Just, I didn't follow the case. I didn't really yeah. care. I was actually worried about getting in trouble because I wrecked my car for sure. my parents. Sure. Right. <laughs> uh, so then, fast forward, uh, the first time I ever did a ride-along was with a trooper, and our very first call was a crash. And he's a great dude. He's, his name's Grant Hendricks. He's about to retire, but a solid trooper. I still look up to him to this day. Uh, but he's like, hey, we're going to get there. Just stay on my hip. And again, I don't know, right? I don't know anything. So we get there, and it's a J-4, so fatality crash. So there's a dead guy, and then there's the driver. Well, the driver is the dead or the, the deceased person's brother. And I'll never forget there was a Corona bottle, I'll just use this bottle here, Sit. it was the weirdest thing, sitting on the, the uh, uh, dashboard of the car, like I mean it was mangled, just you know, hit trees, rolled it down this cliff, and it was sitting on the dashboard, like you set it up for a commercial, facing the driver, and I remember going, man that's, that's really weird, how did that bottle get there, but somehow in the crash it was just perfect. Um, so that was probably my second experience, and I remember him just going, "Hey man, this is kind of what we do. We we, we arrest drunks and we do this and we prevent this." So again, I'm probably processing that. And then another uh, city ride right along I did was with a guy named Don Massingale down in Monad, who was a drunk hunter. And Don's like, "We got to go. We got to go get drunks. We got to go get drunks. We got to go get drunks." So for me, and I think I talked about it on a few other episodes, but i thought that's what cops did so Uh, i i came into it going i've got to go 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 and arrest 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 here we go so when i went into monette i remember don saying you know and he when i say he had the record he was never like oh i've got it he was always very humble he said you know i think the most i've got was like 68 and i said has anybody ever broke 100 here and they said, no, it can't be done. And I'm like, I think I can do the math on this, right? So, it, I, yeah, Challenge I don't accepted. say that in a breath but I thought that's what we did. Got it. So then once I started that, and, you know, once you get into that little world, and you guys know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about, right? right? then you start meeting other guys that enjoy doing it. And then you're going, well, he's got this training, so I want it. And next thing you know, you just kind of snowballed into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, that doesn't go without you know, seeing what it does to people, right? I'll, uh, one of my first fatality crashes was in Monett. It was a quadruple, uh, or as was a family, Thanksgiving time. Drunk driver goes on the wrong side of a bridge, because the, the bridge is divided, drives on the wrong side and hits a family. And I just remember being in the back of the ambulance, and this person is uh, a female driver, the drunk driver. She was like a three-something. And I remember just looking at her going, who do you think you are? Like that type of mentality. How dare you? And yeah. the, the crazy thing was, we were either or they were either short on ambulances or something. We were all like crammed in one ambulance, so it was like the driver, and then uh, another victim. Oh, so it's Thanksgiving, those are very yeah. yeah. So, so and then like the other two I were transported kind of other. But I'm like, I've got the victim who I think ended up passing away, and then the driver, and we're trying to draw her blood. She's fighting us, sure. and I'm again in my mind, I'm going who do you think you are there's a there's person who's going to die here and you can't even admit that you've done this right, right. and again so drunk that it's like not even you can't even fathom it right but so anyway that's the type of stuff and I just happen to get in when I stay with the right people with the with the drunk people and we have our little group yeah, and right and we we challenge each, each right. other and
3: that's what we have found um, yeah. yeah and working with all these departments and
2: and it's for at least for Missouri, it's statewide, like KCPD. Versus, oh, right. I mean, we and yep. we are in St. Louis, and we've made connections with sure. these people. And it's it's phenomenal mm-hmm. the support we get from mm-hmm. Chris and I get from these officers, and that they give to Mad mm-hmm. staff, right. that they give to. And these are guys. And this is where you know, and I'm, you know, we have family, and you know baseball and soccer and volleyball and we I mean, we have all the things going on in our family and we work and yeah. you know and then we volunteer and we do our things. Um and these guys are putting in crazy hours. Yeah. They have families. Um one in particular I can think of, I know his kids play travel baseball like my son and so we're always talking ball and you know. And then he's still speaking at VIPs for us in Kansas City. You know, it's just it's insane to me mm-hmm. the amount of and he has no, I mean, quote unquote, tie to the mission, as in he never he has a position. It's just a where
3: level, I just find. It's just a different level on these groups of officers that are, like, it's so funny. You'll be in an event, and they just all want to stand around and talk about it. Guess what? Guess what I got last year? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. We gotta yeah. Do, like do all they, of our war stories. Yeah. 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 Like they That's went that. fishing. Oh yeah. my yeah. god. It's yeah, quite it's like the of hunting. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And they're so and you could just see them come like if you like I always try to be polite. I try and say, like, How, how's your husband? How's your wife? How's the kid? Let's no, go. Go right back. We, we don't to want to talk this. about that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like one guy just had a baby, and I'm like, oh my god. Let me see. So little Cody just had a baby. and yeah. like, let me see the pictures. And he's like, honest to God, I don't know if I'm going to last a month. I got to get back to work. I oh. got to yeah. get back on the road. I'm like, dude, no, Spend take the time. your month. Take yeah. your damn month and enjoy your baby daughter. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. unfortunately, the road is still going to uh, be there. Yes. But this is how they are. They're well, just,
2: even I'm thinking of Justin, uh, a friend of ours who yes. is gonna miss our saturation saturday event which is another big mad Mm -hmm. which i'm sure you're familiar with Mm um because state of missouri thank you legislators for taking away away giving us one dollar in the budget for our sobriety (laughs) checkpoints very nice i'm sure you're familiar with yes um which is why thank you missouri for starting saturation saturday which is a great event well um this year it's uh august 26th yep um Unfortunately, he is on vacation that month, and he's like that week, and he's so frustrated about being on vacation during saturation
3: Saturday. He's and I'm like, so upset. you He you're kept fine. saying to me, "Chris, I can't." He goes, "God, I'm not going to be there." I'm like, "Dude, it's a, we get it. You got a family. really like, Go called on vacation. vacation. Enjoy
2: it." And he's like, "But it's saturation Saturday." And like, I'm like, "Damn, it's saturation. You will do. I said, I
3: promise you. I'm like, we'll do. A- no, but Justin saturated. It's static. not good enough for him. It's not. No, this no. is how they all yeah. operate. Yeah. It's just a whole nother world. This is why I'm always constantly amazed, and I'm always saying to pe- officers like, "What is the deal? What's your what's your deal? Tell me your story." And some people have yeah. absolute one on one connections. Right. Mm-hmm. My dad was a drunk, killed somebody. Mm-hmm. My mom yeah, we was, had we yeah. met. Um, we did. We went to a wolf
2: pack and spoke. And you know, the person that we're talking about. Um. Well, yeah. We and we yeah. went to a wolf pack, and a guy came up to us afterwards and said, Yeah, the reason why he does is because of his dad, and and oh, yeah. not yeah. because yeah. of his dad. Zay- right? Is it? Mr.
1: Is it? It might be rooster, or might isn't it Zach? I can edit. No, who's Zach's uh,
2: dad. Was no, not Zach. Ill. Yes, I can't. It could. Well, I don't know who. Um, but he came
3: in. That one? No. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah.
2: yes. Yeah, that's Rooster. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: wait, that's what you're calling him? That's, that's his, his code his name. On, yeah. He, he did a podcast a couple of weeks ago with us. It hasn't aired yet. No, but, might yeah, I His, his oh, code wow. name is Rooster. I can't wait. Yeah. yeah. I but have yeah, some stories anyway, about him. But <laughs> that that's that I will what not I was share.
2: like. It's so. That to me is even. For me, that's even cooler. We actually have at some of our we've had offenders speak at some of our panels even, and I'm like their side of the story is so cool too. That yeah. whether they're sober or not, you know, I just think it's so cool when someone can share how what they did, mm-hmm. they they it woke them up, and they are and they're changing. Mm-hmm. Their some lives people get it because some people do. Some people right. will. Some people will be habitual offenders, and that is help them. I don't know yeah. what to do. I don't right. know how to reach those people. Mm-hmm. Some people hear the stories and they are, they they shook. They yeah. They, they take it to heart. They they they'll ask us, hey, where can I get help? Where where, mm-hmm. where can I go? what can I do? And that's where it's very cool that we can offer you know services and say, hey, go here, go get help. You know whatever. Obviously, you know we are very victim centered, and you know our our main goal is supporting victims. But if we can help an offender find a place to go, yeah. then I'm. 100% on board with getting them help too because yeah. one less person making a poor choice, I'll yeah. go for that every day. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah, and I think that's something too that we, uh, I don't wanna say don't focus on, but people do make stupid choices, right? And just because, it's, it's preventable 100%, but just because someone made a stupid choice doesn't necessarily mean that they're a horrible person. Right. And if we can, rec- if they recognize, God, that was stupid. Mm-hmm. That was the dumbest thing I've ever done. Because I've had people that I've arrested, uh, this one lady in particular, I've talked about her in, in A-Ride when I teach it a few times, well, hers was drugs, so pills. I mean, mm-hmm. she was just mm-hmm. pilled out mm-hmm. and arrested her, uh, to, so to the point where she couldn't even stand up. I mean, I was picking her up off the ground. Uh, but anyway, so long story short, I see her, oh man, nine mm-hmm. months, a year later. Well, we pass each other in a gas station, and she says, oh, hey, how are you doing? Well, I'm in uniform, and I'm thinking of another another person. I said, oh, I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for asking. And then I turned back around, I'm getting ready to check out. And she's like, oh, you don't remember me, do you? And I look again, and I'm like, I don't. And I said, I'm sorry, but I don't remember you. And she's like, oh, she said her name. And I'm like, God, where do I know this from? And she's like, described her vehicle. I'm like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) So, like, looking at her when I arrested her was a complete mess right? And that's putting it lightly. Looking at her that day, I never would have guessed she would have been in that position in her life. And she did that on her own. And so to hear that, and then we had this conversation and she said, hey, I didn't know how to reach out to you, but when I got arrested, man, it just, it changed everything. In me. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, everything's forgivable, but when I see that, I'm like, wow, that people can change, right? Yeah. And, and sometimes we just I think we get a look for me, law enforcement, we like to get a little amped up. And, uh, but, you know, people do make stupid choices. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I like what you said. If we can stop that... After right. the first one, right? right? And prevention versus
2: right? Because versus well, by the time that. you get to number three, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. It, I, it's really it's really difficult because the the money didn't stop you the first time, right? right? Mm-hmm. That if the money the doesn't five stop grand you, didn't
3: stop you. You need to take a hard look, yeah, you know? real hard look. And
2: yeah. then I will say I don't know I don't know that I mentioned this after David uh, when I was talking about Dave's offender. So she served her time and then she got out, and in 2020 she got another DWI. Oh shoot. So we found that That's out through disheartening to us. And yeah. that was um, and it was like yeah. so we found that out through MAD has a court monitoring program that they do oh, yeah. where they um, literally they just data mine, which I'm a super nerd. Smee. I said I, can I appreciate can that, that. Yeah. yeah. Nerd. We got, got it. <laughs> Love the nerds. Um, but they literally data mine in multiple states in Missouri. We're lucky to have a great robust program where there's about 10 or so counties, maybe more now, where they can go in and they just track DWIs and how they are handled with the court system. Mm-hmm. So, and these are non physical injury, non fatality. So, these are all just DWI cases where there's no victims involved. Um, but to see what happens in the courts and mm-hmm. to see, you know, how, how, they get how it's down. tracking, yeah. if they're being pled, if they're yeah. being. Um, how they're moving through, whether it's um, what kind of sanctions they're giving. Mm. Are they are they getting impact panels? Are they getting an ignition interlocks? Um, is it first-time offense, persistent? You know, kind of just tracking where we are with the courts. And this, there's so much data, which I know you guys with Green Labs, it's so cool mm. to see the data. And that's with MAD, seeing the data of impaired driving is very cool to see on DWIs. Just being able to track that system. But with Dave's Offender, they... Knew, based on Mads, you know, putting the system in, putting her name in the system again, Mm -hmm. pulled Dave's name in. So they were able to alert my family, obviously, and they obviously knew us. So it was very easy to be like, oh, hey, when it popped up, they were like, oh, man. And it was, it was, because it was like, how do you kill someone? How do you have a crash?
0: The ultimate, right. Where Mm -hmm.
2: someone dies and you know and they had a daughter they had this family they have you you broke this family and then you served a prison like you right. didn't even just get a slap on the wrist uh-huh. you literally went to chillicothe like you did the thing you did it and then you did it again like luckily you didn't hurt someone right but um so yeah so it's very to me that was very almost like crap like i need to work harder at being a volunteer <laughs>
3: because does, I gotta educate been, more people you have now. Work like really hard, at yeah. Letting that not bring you back down. Like uh-huh. you have to really fight the urge to get sucked down. Like screw it. Yeah. You know we're not even like I fight that urge a lot. Like especially Thursday when the woman showed up impaired. It's like God, damn, you know yeah. you what the hell? So I fight with that all the time within myself, but. What Jen and I always say to each other and to other volunteers that we work with and the officers that work with us, it's just, you never know when you're going to get that one person who goes, oh, oh, no, can't, can't do it. Yeah. Can't, I really hear, need to hear this. I need to clean it up. I need to get myself together. I need to, there's always going to be that one. So that brings me back up like, sure. to hope of, oh my God. Yeah. I got to, like you say, we got to go even harder now. Like, we're always grinding, yeah. like, all the time. Um, and the other interesting thing is, you all, um, in your in your pack, in your whatever we call the... We'll in, pack. Yeah the, <laughs> you, yeah. the you group of people that are into this, uh, you'd be surprised at how many of the officers follow all their shit. mm mm-hmm. I've had people come to me and say, Hey, could you help me? Like, I've, I, this guy just got bounced and it was number three. Yeah. And what the hell what can happened you, here? Yeah. yeah. They're frustrated. It's like not, they're just not writing their stuff, doing the reports, turn it in, turn their back. They're following their stuff. Like, what happened to this case? And what And I remember this exactly. And why isn't this person in prison? And blah. They're so, this is what a, amazes me like the dedication of the not letting it go
0: and I feel like you're segueing into a question that I have and I think it's going to go well if you don't mind me asking Mm -hmm. probably to both of you Go. so what would you to say to a cop who works in a jurisdiction where DWIs are not a big deal because we know those exist right No, we've already had
3: this we've had this
0: happen yeah so what would you to the guy that's out there humping it, the young cop who's coming up and wanting to make a difference, and he's going, oh, wow, the CWA got pled into a defective equipment. Not that I'm speaking from experience, right? <laughs>
1: Not that what, I didn't exactly.
0: Yeah. What, what would you say to that young guy or gal who's out there doing what they're doing and then nothing's coming out?
2: You say go ahead and give Jen moms hands a call. No.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, call call, because no. they'll no. give
3: you the pep talk. Yeah. One. But yeah. seriously. But seriously. That it's is. It's gonna one to thing. happen. Mm-hmm. One, it's gonna happen. So like we tell victims, shit's gonna happen mm-hmm. and you're not gonna like it. So that's life. Um and two, I guarantee you so you're gonna Get a hold of somebody and you, it's going to happen. Like it's going to, you're going to just be so psyched when you follow it through, mm-hmm. like and they do their time. And I mean, it's the most amazing feeling. It's, it's unbelievable. And I would say, yeah, you're going to get that bullshit up front. Like, oh eh, okay. Now he's got littering instead of, or whatever mm-hmm. bogus thing we're pleading it down to. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sad that that happens I mean, that's on a whole nother. now we're talking legislation and we're talking, you know, laws. Um, But the fact of the matter is, just like when you're in the criminal justice system, it doesn't really always go your way. Right. And you have to be prepared. Like, you have to be realistic for that. So I would say, don't let that get you down. Don't make make that the reason you fight even twice as hard. Mm -hmm. Like, take that and really knock it out.
2: And to piggyback on Chris says, one is it is going to happen, but two, it doesn't mean that something can't be done about it, though. That's the thing. is, And that's where mad court monitoring does come into play. There is There are avenues to take. So if you are in a jurisdiction where you feel like you're writing DWIs all the time, and they are literally being written to littering every mm-hmm. single time. Yeah. We've had that happen in Missouri in the past. And... It may or may not help, but Matt can write a letter to the Mm -hmm. judges, and Matt can write a letter to the prosecutors and say, hey, on behalf of the victims and survivors, we want you to prosecute these to the fullest extent of the law. We can send court monitors there to sit in the back of the room and just see what's happening there. You know, there are things that can... Judges see us. Yeah, we Judges
3: see us.
2: But they will say, like when we're with with an advocate, in an advocate situation where the victims can't be there. Um, But basically, I would say with court monitoring especially where there's no victims involved and it's something like just a straight DWA where they're writing um the best thing that they could do is reach out to their local mad office and ask for just say hey these things are happening we're seeing it um because a lot of times what's hard on law enforcement that I've come across and I know Chris has too is they you guys need the you need prosecutors and judges. Mm-hmm. Let, you know, you need those warrants. You need the things like that. And so it is difficult. You don't want to rock the boat anywhere. Um, and that's where MAD can kind of step in and help a little bit if we can and just yeah. be like, hey, like, if we can help you out. Um,
3: Although we do have our officers that do like to rock the boat. We
2: do have officers that like
3: to And they
2: are great. We love yes. them. And that involves um, a lot
3: of Vegas information. Yeah. <laughs> but once again, we will do what we can do. Yeah. We, yeah. That's why we're here. Yeah. That's why we're here. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, but I really think, um, especially with young officers who are out there and doing their best to get impaired drivers off the road, I just just keep writing the tickets because eventually they will. Oh, it'll come. It'll come, and it'll happen. Um, And I do think one question that we have that's hard for us is when we hear that there are areas, whether it's political or whether it's local guys, whether it's local bars. You know, we've heard, "Hey, stay out of." We want whether it's a department or whatever, stay out of this area. And we don't really know how to approach that yet. We have we've come across that a little
0: bit, and call that is me a and hard. Then I'll go down there.
2: Yeah. Oh. No. Okay. <laughs> you'll begin to. I've call. been known Guess to do what? that. Where and you'll that's you'll where, where it's like call. it is. That's a very hard, and that's hard for us because it's like, you know, we can't. Get involved with poli- politics. Yeah. We are, I mean, as a nonprofit, uh-huh. there are things with politics you can't do, right? But there are times when it's like, hey, if if legit, you are being told you can't go on this street because this bar is there. I do have a problem with that. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't want officers being told where they can and cannot police. Like we want you. We want you on every road, doing equitable policing.
3: We want you going everywhere, right? Like, but <laughs> with that said. The people who have told us those stories, the officers who have reported back to us and said, we're pissed. <laughs> Most of their comeback to their captain, to their chief, to whomever, has pretty much been, you. That's what they have reported. Mm-hmm. This, that's not why you hired me. Right. I was not hired as a law enforcement officer to look away at certain areas Because a city council or whomever alderman said, you know what? I got some friends that own a new restaurant there. I'd like for you to stay away from. And the multiple officers that have reported to me have all had the same response. Good luck. Ain't doing it. Not why you hired me.
0: Uh, Yeah, you guys are triggering me right now. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Let's go. Uh, Let's go. (laughs) uh, You know, that does happen yes there's there's zero uh questions if that happens it does and my response to that as well is if i'm not violating any sort of policy and i'm not violating the law i'm going to go enforce it justly wherever i would like and i think what you probably do when i say the people when i say you the people telling these guys not to go do that you're probably actually stoking the fire Mm -hmm. more if you just would have kept your mouth shut
1: something to be found
0: so from experience Mm -hmm. when people are told not to go to certain areas
1: (laughs) forbidden fruit
0: it's game on yeah and then it's like how far do you want to go how far do you want to push it there you go how far do you want to go to make me not go there right because at some point you have to have justification as to why you're not telling me to go that area anymore there we go If you want to put that down on a piece of paper Mm -hmm. what your justification is, I'd be happy to read that and then take that somewhere else. But
3: So this person
0: has it in writing. We're probably talking we're talking about the same incident.
3: Yep. Has it in writing? One
0: hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, and approached me. And approached me. Well good, I'm glad he did. And
3: said, I want to read this to you verbatim. What can you do? Like, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you guys get me amped up. Yeah, we, uh, you, well, you, of course, uh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Well, this is, <laughs> but this, is this makes our live. blood boil. Yeah. This is where
3: my kids This go. is like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. Yeah. So my request is bring me in to speak to the chief, the captain. I want to have a yeah. one-on-one. Yeah. I just want to sit down and talk to you. Sure. And I'm not going to, like, beat you over the head. I'm just gonna. say tonight.
1: Yeah. Can I, you? I will
3: not. I will not throw hands. Yeah. Can I get I will that not in throw hands. Yeah. But I will come at you hard, and you will be editing a lot of stuff I'm saying because I'm not holding back. Because just look me in the eye and yeah. tell me why the f you aren't
0: yeah. out doing your damn job. Right. And tell me. And I want to go further. Why are you? Why are you hindering other people from doing mm-hmm.
3: it? Why are the you keeping are, these officers who signed on to do their job? Yeah. But there's a caveat.
0: Yeah. But not right here. But yeah. Absolutely not. Don't
3: go on this road right here. No. Hell no. All day long, I'll be out there. Yeah. That would be me if I was an officer. I'd be like, yeah. I'd be dressed in red, like lights, everything. Like, yeah, coming yeah, yeah,
0: we should, we should, uh, Vegas, we should Vegas talk this later. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, we will. Yeah. 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 I know exactly what you, but you know, that's, um, you know, I've worked at uh, three places now, and the first one wasn't, um, I want to say this: the uh, the chief at the time was very supportive. In fact, there was a there was a really large company down there, and I arrested the president of it twice. And he came in the next day. I mean, had ties to city council. Sure. It was a whole oh, thing. Oh yeah,
3: right? he's a big deal. Yeah,
0: of course. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, yeah. Of course, I'm twenty 22, 23 twenty three. I'm going. Yeah, uh. just a punk. <laughs> and you know, I'm going to give it to the, the the chief who's retired. I'm going to give him credit. A lot of guys didn't like him, but I I always saw support from him. The guy comes into his office after being arrested so let's say he got released from jail at four he was in the chief's office at eight and you know the chief listens to his complaints and allegedly from a guy that was in the room the chief said i can smell alcohol coming from you right now and if you leave this room and go to get in your car he's going to come out and arrest you arrest for the third time guy. yeah other you. than that get out mm-hmm. and so for me that's what i want as an officer if i'm not doing anything wrong and i'm enforcing the law justly, leave me alone, and then support me on the back end. And I think you'll see those, when I say numbers, it's not all about, you know, you'll see other numbers increase. So maybe officer morale and people Mm -hmm. wanting to work here and that type of stuff as well. I think that's all connected. But, you know, when you come out and tell me, don't do this, oh my god! See, I
3: find that to be a big part of the morale question right Mm -hmm. now. And when I was on a ride-along a couple of weeks ago, This group, the zone I was in, they um, meet up and eat dinner and, Mm -hmm. like, all get together in this restaurant while they're on their shift. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, as you know, I like to say things and then I think later. So I brought up the morale question. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, with the master sergeant sitting there. And I was like, so, how does everybody feel about, about the morale right now? Like... And the master sergeant who was doing the schedule for the next week at the table went, (laughs) and it was crickets. (laughs) I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, I just stepped in it. And so there was a guy that ate with us that is, and I don't know if I'm going to say this right, not a SEAL, but he's the guy in the different uniform that Does he serve warrants? Does he... He was... One of our guys? Yep. Mm. Um, He wears a totally different uniform. He flies drones. He... Oh, um, that's
0: probably Crash Team, I'm guessing. Yeah. Maybe.
3: I don't... He did a lot of different stuff.
0: Yeah, there's no telling. A
3: lot of different jobs. Okay. He was explaining to me, because I'd never met him before. And he introduced himself and said, here's what I do... Um, he kind of jumped right in with that question, and then another trooper was like, "Yeah, I'm kind of struggling with that right now."
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, unbeknownst to me, because he had gotten the same talk, uh-huh. uh huh, like a couple of weeks before, you need to calm it down out there.
0: Yeah. In his review. And I don't understand the calm it down. I'm going, yo, dude, speed it up. Let's go. You know. And
3: this is a guy who keeps copious notes, right. like. Knows every damn arrest. Every he's on it, and he's like, "Yeah." My review was like, "You need to calm it down out there." Ugh. I know. I'm sorry. I keep, so, keep. You're so, really mad. I keep yeah. pushing that button for you. Yeah. <laughs> hey,
0: no pun intended. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There we go.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a, that's a whole talk. Probably a. Man, a part two. That's like, that's the part two is. hour. Yeah, because yeah, I'm a really big in the morale thing right now, and why as
3: we've noticed. Bit. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: We well, saw, I mean, it's needed. We for saw all something the about that on Instagram. I mean, that you're getting into um, maybe one yeah. or two things retention. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, we I had something because. Like I said, we're super fans from way back when. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Chris and I also have, along with some other volunteers here, um, had the opportunity, which is one of our favorite things with MAD, t- is to go and speak to new recruits. So, oh, right. at different departments, different um, yeah. schools, law enforcement yeah. schools in yeah. the area. Um, and one of the things we show is MAD's. Long video videos. Um, of Did you know that we show Brian these? Um, There's a one called and Stuff and it's phenomenal. I don't
0: know. Do you even know you if this is noticed. out there? Think so. It's out there. Is there yeah.
1: the, interview, the recorded interview. Yeah, it's an yeah. interview of you. Okay. Yeah. Back a video. That it's like, baby, it's like baby Ryan Hutton.
0: It's baby Ryan. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I may have gotten a few snaps from some people. Uh huh. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah.
3: Anyway, but it is, he references his lovely family. Yeah. yeah. And in the then video. coming
2: over a hill yeah, yeah. on a stop where. Yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah. Um, but that and is one thing. And it's pretty impactful. But we do. We show especially for recruits
3: sitting there like.
2: Yeah. Oh shit! That could hit me in my backyard.
3: Like wow.
2: Well, we speak to the recruits and we tell them Mm -hmm. one, we share a little bit about our stories, but more importantly, we share about MAD and what MAD does in the law enforcement community, plus what we do on victim services, how they can help us, how we can help them. Um, And so it's very cool because a lot of these guys and girls, they're out there, they're fresh. Um, I love speaking to new recruits, it's one of my favorite things. They're the greatest. And I swear, when you walk into that room, I feel like the trainers before we walk in gave them the same pep talk I give my kids before we go to like a party where mm-hmm. they're like, like, "Keep
3: your shit together.
2: We're going in keep there. Your keep mouth Your closed. mouth closed. Do not Wash. drink water. To- clean, clean your, your shoes. There. Wipe sit, your there feet and get out. sit there. Right. <laughs> yeah, sit there. I'm like, it must be the same pep talk yeah. I literally give my kids when we go mm-hmm. places because they sit there and they're like. They're, mm-hmm. like, ready to learn. I'm like, at one point, I made contact, eye contact with this young guy when he was getting ready to take a drink, and he was like, oh, sorry. I am, I know, I am listening. Oh, sorry. Put that water back. Sit up but straight. We go, and we just we give them. We have a um, mad put out, a phenomenal pamphlet on. Um, it's just kind of like a guide for uh, first responders uh-huh. of just kind of, it's just like a little pamphlet that we have that has just some tools for dealing with victims and um, things that you might encounter with impaired driving Um, so we give them that we usually try to bring some fun mad swag or something whether it's stickers or um, charging blocks or just something Um, and then we share how about our victim services program about our vip program about our underage drinking program about you know just all the thing that mad is involved with in the community. Um, We share our stories, trying to motivate them, Mm -hmm. just kind of giving them a why. Um, We show a little bit of some of these law enforcement videos. One of them, I always show yours because Mm -hmm. it's one of my favorites. Um, And then we kind of – it's usually on wet lab night, I feel like, is when we
3: speak. Yeah, we always show up on wet lab. It's always wet lab night. night. Yeah, it's a good night night for us to come in. in. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: Um, and then we go on our way. And then I can't tell you how many times. Then
3: six months later – they're an officer
2: yeah. and we're like, hey, an officer came and, up to me
3: at a panel and he's like, oh, I saw you from the back of the cause we speak in their house. So uh-huh. so for county, we speak in the South County precinct. And I'm setting up and this officer's walking by and I see him go by like two, three times. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, whatever. Cause he's a kid, he's a baby. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And he finally comes back in and he goes, puts his hand out, shakes my hey, how are you doing? And I'm like I'm good, how are you? And he's like, great. He goes, you don't remember me, but you spoke at my graduation, where I graduated from the academy. He goes, I never leave this house without my DWI clipboard. Oh, that's cool. Goes, oh yeah, this we give out DWI clipboards. Those because are like gold, by the way. We I all, heard... all love those <laughs> clips. <clipboards. laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no, like gold gold. Awesome. they yeah. yeah, there's some good swag to trade. Yeah, um, But I mean, I, we're cooler now because we have a patch. Right? We haven't we upped our level like yeah. with
0: patches? I feel like I've heard you have a you patch.
3: Game is game there game one game game in game here? Yeah, oh my God. Wait, No. No.
0: Where's, the ba- where's my bag?
3: It's in your swag bag. Yeah, it's in your swag Where bag. Where did I sit it? You didn't. Oh my even gosh. Here I bet I sit it in your swag But so I get the the awesome. um, cookboard. It's awesome. And that was so rewarding that he came up to me and said that. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my well, God. it's just nice
2: that's, when they, and that's where I, even all of our officers, I'm like, if you see oh, us out on the street, yeah, like, it. come yeah. say hi. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't care where we are. Like, uh, one, we'll both talk to a brick wall. Like, we're, we're, we'll talk we to anyone. We will talk until you have to and wire if our if And <laughs> if we see you yeah. out. I mean, I was in, yeah. I don't know, like a deli the other day, and I we saw Frontenac, and I'm like, hey, Chief, yeah. like, hey, what's <laughs> up? It's Jen. I'm with Matt. And he's like, oh, hey, Jen, what's up? Like, I know. I went to hey, I'm trying to eat my sandwich. I know. I'm like, up? sorry, bud. I come into Saturation Saturday. Like, uh, do the thing. Yeah, Let's mm-hmm. go. Yeah.
0: So I am looking at your patch, so the patch which is I'm pretty... sorry, I didn't actually open that uh, oh, no, swag okay. bag yet. That's all right. Yeah, it is a, it is a.
3: Pretty awesome. Yeah, I like
0: it. I like the shape. Um, it's going to go on my patch wall. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about bringing in y'all patches, right, Smee? Yeah. But I didn't know if it was we'll appropriate. we oh, But now, knowing you it too, it's appropriate. It's yeah.
3: completely 100% appropriate. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I was like, yeah. do we do patches? And... So let me ask you this. Were you mm-hmm. worried to come and have, because I know I reached out to you and said, hey, could you put Matt on your podcast? And you immediately responded positively, like, you bet. This is great, but in the back of your mind, did you think, hmm, mm. I gotta watch what I say, what I do? Were well, you a little worried?
0: Uh, I don't, I don't think so because I, um, once I figured out you listened to it, I, you knew what you were getting into. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, now, yeah that's for, the,
1: usually the scariest part. Yeah, for, if you yourself knew what you were getting into. Yeah, because yeah.
0: there's a few that are like, oh yeah, I'll be on it, yeah. and I'm like, have you listened to anything yet? And they're like, oh no, not yet. And I said, well retract that listen, <laughs> listen to like a couple yeah. and then let me know yeah so you know once i figured that out i'm like they wouldn't have said it if they were not <laughs> okay? okay. so yeah again if it would have been just a kind of a blind invite and you didn't mm-hmm. know i mm-hmm. would have asked you to go ahead and listen to some so <laughs> but yeah no and i i was glad that you reached out because um, i don't know why it didn't even cross my mind to to reach out and we're always yeah. looking for a different well and we cuz walking in
1: like we were kind of, I was a little nervous because we've everybody else we've had on here like at least one of us is- Knows them, right? Sure. And so we were walking in to, to meet you guys for the first time, and you're like, "We these bitches could be crazy." Well, right? i was like, "Well, you never and know, we and <laughs> we, we are, just a little bit, but, but it's a good kind of crazy, right?" Um, so, I but think you're
3: kind of crazy, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. kind of crazy, kinda crazy, we crazy. yeah. So, okay, yeah, yeah.
1: You never good, and you know, I know that you guys are obviously aware of the industry, but there is a a, a, a different kind of humor that cops. Um, yeah, and oh, people God. in healthcare tend to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, darker. we
2: are tend tend known as at. the okay. table of death at most, most events, right? The we are. table of death. So it's fine. We but are I have
3: been. What's all of my labels I've been given now? Oh, gosh. So I've She's been. By that. law enforcement, I have been given the following titles.
2: So it's hard for us because we go places um, as you know mad is mothers against drunk driving right and so it's like sometimes you get this like mad girls and we don't love that like oh and so we're well, like
3: i wasn't going there well but i know you but go right ahead. i'll go
2: there mm-hmm. but like it was them, one of our questions the mad like, girls the are coming yeah you know like
3: the mad or girls. i was informed the other night in case i didn't know he said to me in case you didn't know we call you all badge bunnies and i went like this i went uh-uh. Not this girl, you know. the last. No. No, no and
2: that's what gone. I was no, like. No, we are. Don't even try it. We
3: are. No. We're
2: mothers. We are f***ing mothers. We are mothers. Don't f*** with us. Don't you dare. Here
0: come the bleeps. <laughs> Sorry. Again
2: with the bleeps. Like, we don't. No, we are. Don't do that are, to me. And we are not just mothers. We are mm-hmm. fathers. We are mm-hmm. sisters. We are cousins. We are aunts. We are family. Right. We are friends. Right. Like, we, are mothers. Like we, are, mothers. we are mothers. We are mother But
1: I
3: have a, Officer, Yeah. That's unfortunate. By the Brotherhood. Really? Mm. So then we had... But then I shared that with somebody else and they go, oh, that tool...
4: Oh, okay. So yeah, I was like,
3: so yes, I'm right on with But also went, I diagnosed that correctly right away. Yeah,
2: so we so it's So it's hard because when we talk, to, where people are like, oh. And then the other thing we get a lot is we are these angry moms with picket signs. I have a question. We're mad.
0: I have a question. we That's exactly what. We're, we're I was pro, going to finish with it. We, we want to do no, we're,
3: we're taking this
0: we're over.
3: me and Ryan. It was great having you, but. Lean back, Y'all are done. Lean back.
0: You two shut up! It's over! It's over! John no, and I will fully lean in. I, on I this. love that you guys are going there. <laughs> Don't it, worry. And if I can, I'm going to kind of loop this question in. I was going to finish with this, but let's just let's just hit we're it while we're here. Um, Wait. Okay. No. Go ahead. Go ahead.
3: Well, Well, because I didn't didn't, get to do my titles. Oh, yeah. So I went to headquarters to fill out my paperwork. So all of you who don't know, when you do a ride along each department has their own protocol and paperwork that you must complete and be approved. Great. I'm all in for that. So I went to do my paperwork. I'm sitting in the lobby of headquarters. And um, multiple officers are coming. Do you need help? Do you need help? I think I got this. It's literally four lines. Yeah. Name and name. I think I got this. Okay. Finally, the lieutenant wanders out. Oh, boy. It's really
0: about to get deep. This was
3: ugly. (laughs) So I stand up like your parents taught you. I stand up, look him in the eyes, shake him. Hi, I'm Chris Marino from MAD. I have been invited by an officer to do a ride-along. I'm here to fill out my paperwork. And the whole time he's standing, just not taking his eyes off the paper, will not look me in the face. And I'm like, I said, sir, um, if you don't want to approve this right now, I said, I'm, I'm good with that. I don't want to violate anything. If there's some sort of protocol, you don't like the way I look, whatever it is, I'm good. I don't have to go. Still won't look at me. Still studying my paperwork, which is, again, all four lines. And he goes, well, uh, he goes, you know, we just don't let any thug ride along. Oh, wow. And I looked at him and I went... And got dressed up to come <laughs> over here and fill out your paperwork and now i'm a thug i'm a thug
4: My and he's like unit. well
3: you know we reserve this for vips and other law enforcement i said i don't fit either one of those apparently i'm a thug so i said i'll be happy to leave it's okay i don't have to do this he's like no 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 i'll i i got some pull. i'll see what i can
0: this is once again an offline topic for me. I'll probably get myself in trouble if I get too <laughs> deep into this. Oh, I'm a
2: big and then for she you.
3: also was called
2: because a lot of times when, for whatever reason, when Chris is done ride right along with an officer, they seem to get a lot of action. Oh, we that attract night. them.
3: Oh, we attract them. So the same guy who called called was at dinner bunny. with called me a badge bunny, said um, that I am a ship magnet.
0: That's a compliment, though.
3: Yeah, I mean, they like shit, so yeah. <laughs> so, I think it was, but they my officer so that I was on with that night, fully offended. And when we got outside, apologized and said, I would never in a million years call you that. He said, you're an attractor.
0: Oh, I would call you a shit magnet. And he yeah, was offended. I mean. That's like, a pro. That's okay. a good one. I said I
3: actually really like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way this guy was raised, and I get it. Mm-hmm. I saw that coming through hundred uh-huh. percent. Like he was raised by, you know, a mom and a dad who just you don't say that to sure. Sure. Uh-huh. I get it. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Okay. And I was not offended in the least. So we were communicating after our couple of ride-alongs, because he was filling me in on the people that we arrested. Sure. Like, hey, guess what? Yeah. Um, which was hilarious. And He ended the conversation with, so you're my wingman, you're my thug, you're my shit magnet, you're my, all of my titles. And I'm like, dude, don't ever lose that. Like, every time you contact me, you must use all of those salutations. In an email. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So I've got, like, all these names now, so...
0: When it's I email kind of you, I'm going to say, Dear Shit Magnet. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's how I. I might even put the emoji. it yeah. the <laughs> in there. it oh, oh, be yeah. even better. I, yeah. I
3: think there's better. a magnet I was going to say, too. In the magnet. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. it just... So <laughs> I don't know why, but I always get those titles. So um,
0: Shit Magnet's a good one. Like I, I think people, especially young cops, like, Oh, this guy's a little shit magnet. That's awesome. I always love that mm-hmm. title. I was not offended. Sweet.
3: I, I felt bad for my officer. Mm. He was offended. It was like, It's okay, honey. Calm down. Yeah. I've been around a lot. I'll walk you through this. It's okay, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know. This is what it's like here to be you with a shit magnet. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> nice to meet you. Wait, so where were we going with that before Thank I do this? a question.
0: So this, this again, was it, my closer, mm-hmm. but... We'll have to close with it. All right, so what would you... Which one is it here? All right, what would you say to someone who says, Mad is just a bunch of crazy women who hate alcohol I guess that's where I, I guess I lost my train of thought. I know, I like, I mean, my <laughs> question was the
1: challenges and the stereotypes of Mad, but we've no, rewritten it a bit. You would yes, agree that's right.
0: probably you guys. No, we are. I mean, that. the
2: big stereotype is Mad is a bunch of angry moms with yeah. picket signs yep. who are for prohibition, Absolutely. right? That is mothers, mother's get shit done. There we go. It's also but true. the <laughs> other thing is, is as on the. Tribute to mothers who legit started this, like mm-hmm. Candace Lighter in the nineteen mm-hmm. eighties. Her mm-hmm. daughter was killed, right? Lighter, by
0: the way, very pleasant lady. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So she, literally, that's what's so cool about Matt is like it was legit a damn mom, and she just and she was
3: pissed for she was re- pissed good reason. No. Yeah. Yeah. reason. Like, yeah. daughter, you killed hit. my daughter
2: and left her in and the mean, middle of the road. God forbid like, something happens to one you. Don't think house. a mom right. is
3: going to come after you. Like, right.
2: should. And then now it has grown into this. So it started, and even in Missouri, if you look at the history of Mad Missouri, it is like rich, right? Mm-hmm. We have small chapters that have turned into this big part of Mad National, which is now a huge national organization. So, mm-hmm. and Mad has gone through so much over the past forty years, yep. right? We've seen point oh eight go federally right Right. they've been involved with legislation for that soon to go
3: oh five maybe we'll
2: we'll see fingers crossed Um, we've seen i mean even to the most recent like the halt act where Mm -hmm. they're talking about putting technology in vehicles i mean this is this is insane this is like science it's come a long way (laughs) like you know um other in as, along with over 900,000, I think is the most recent number mm-hmm. of victims and survivors, yes. families served.
3: Yes. served by our organization,
2: um, correct. Which is insane to me. Like 900,000 family families yeah. helped. Yeah, I mean, in it's incredibly, incredibly unfortunate
1: that the but, need right. is there, but yes. But, yes. but that's but, the thing
3: is it's... And like Jen said, you know, we know this from experience now. We walk into a room, a lot of times we are a huge buzzkill. Like, oh crap, oh, yeah. it comes mad. Yeah, So that when I get treated that way, and I have been treated that way on multiple occasions, that I'm kind of like you in the aspect that, oh, you just pissed off the wrong person. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in your face. right? Like, you know, telling you my history and telling you why we exist. And just go ahead and challenge me with why.
0: Right, why you can't we, do this. Yeah. Or you won't get those You things. shouldn't be yeah. doing this.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you know, can't just look the other way. No, hell no. All day long.
2: Well, and honestly, with, and the other thing too, like I said, with education is, is all, everything that they're about now. Right. And that's where it's, we've really tried to turn that, I would say turn that corner from the angry moms mm-hmm. with picket signs to mm-hmm. awareness with mm-hmm. whether it's the VIP program, whether it's underage drinking. I mean, the underage drinking program, um, you met Chris Pate earlier mm-hmm. today, yep. going into the schools, that kind of, that, that program if you are an officer out there and you're listening if you are if you have schools in your areas that do not have the power of youth program in your schools reach out and we will get it there because getting that program in schools is so important because it's basically just teaching young kids how to make how to answer to peer pressure, how to make intentional And how choices. a
3: 16-year-old brain operates. Exactly. And as why, opposed to why, someone who's 26 or 36. Well, and why year old brain age, can't handle alcohol. Yeah.
2: Why the drinking age is 21, the effects of marijuana on the brain, they've mm-hmm. now tied into that. That's brought into the program. So with the shift in legalization of marijuana, mad recognize that we put it in the program so they've done all these things to really adjust in advance to get away from that angry mom stereotype to like yes we still are mothers mm-hmm. but it encompasses now this larger way group more, of people way more
3: and the umbrella is just huge yeah.
2: yeah and it's all about for us education and serving our victims so, so that there are no more victims i mean the whole no more victims hashtag yeah. that's the big thing like you'll see that on everything with mad and it's and it's true because there could you could technically get to that world of no more victims if people make a plan yep
0: i want to go back real quick the power of youth is that what it was called? yes power so of youth. if they wanted to reach out and get that how would they reach out to you
2: so you could go to just mad.org okay anywhere mad.org and you can get to, so take, any, you to the they'll link. take you to the link to the programs okay, to the program, so. okay. Yeah.
0: then i've there's something they fill out mm-hmm. and that would be uh-huh. yeah just okay. contact
2: us and they'll send you right yep. to okay. that that's basically the national office and that but that'll connect you to us locally okay. um and then obviously locally there's matt at mad heartland on, on facebook Um, is our local department in st louis um all of our anything we do on any events we're doing any programs we're doing in missouri kansas and oklahoma and arkansas i think they just added to the heartland that's kind of our location yes so we span it's it's big we know about that there we go so uh but it is it's and then they also have a power of parents program that they can do which is i think super cool that they've are working hard to kind of get out there because it's a program that's talking to parents about having intentional conversations with your kids on how to handle alcohol, mm-hmm. basically, and what to do when you're approached with alcohol, um, which I think for us is very cool. And as a parent now, um, I have nine-year-old girls, nine-year-old twin girls, and a 10-year-old boy, Um And we're not at drinking age yet, but we'll be there very soon. And it's very scary. (laughs) So um, having tools to help me talk to them is amazing because in our family, obviously, my kids are very, um, we talk more about impaired driving than most families (laughs) and my kids are kind of pretty much absorbed in the mad world. Um, they help out at events and do things. So they, they're very much aware, um, but they also know that alcohol is not a bad thing. Um, so they and, they, and they know that too. So, but it's talking to them about having tough conversations with your kids. Right. Which all parents need to do. And if you're not doing that, then
3: you're, you're, you you're know, missing you're, out. You're missing yeah. out on, yeah. On, yeah. on those conversations. And it's a you disservice to, to your
2: kids.
0: That's what I to You're cheating com- them. Linked disservice
3: mm-hmm. to, to your children.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, I like that conversation of, hey, listen, alcohol, this is what it is. It's not, I think a lot of people think that Matt are. Alcohol, mm-hmm. you know, the worst and the devil, and you know, mm-hmm. this type of situation. So to hear you guys go, listen, it's it's responsible and making good choices. I think that's where um, people outside of the click, the group, right? Yeah, they right. don't understand that. Right, that you got that is not what you guys that are out there, you know, with the, oh. with the picket signs, it's just be responsible and make good choices. Yeah. So I like that, that you said that out there and I hope people understand that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And uh, I mean, I drink, obviously, I drink on air. No. <laughs> There's literal you got, uh, documentation. Yes, you can probably tell. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, but it's responsible, right? We're, uh, you know, we don't make bad choices. And I was really right. glad to hear that because that was one of my questions. Like, right. I yeah. answered it without even. 100%. Without even getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have one more, another question, and then I'm going to kind of turn it over. We're at about 96 minutes. Okay. Okay. So another question for you guys, and I'll see if there's anything, topics you want to discuss, and then we'll probably move into final thoughts, which is always our... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bird's not here to drag the mic across the table, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is... Uh, where's my question at here? All right. So what relationships would you like uh, to see MAD develop or who with? Over the next ten years, and when I say when I when I say that, is there like a, a an or another organization you want to develop with? Do you want to develop with like is there companies or partnerships or what's? What do you guys see? What's your strategic plan? Yeah, there you yeah. go. Thank yeah. you. See, I don't our, have what's our
1: five-year plan? Yeah, yeah. Our so, five year so
3: Our R and D department yeah. is <laughs> working hard on that. Yeah. Um, no. This is a tread lightly situation yeah. here. Yeah. I am yeah. going to put this out there here. I understand <laughs> where Mad would come from, because the policy has always been we do not partner with anyone who makes okay. alcohol. We just don't. Okay. So this has been
2: a policy in place for many, many years. And this changed circa 2019.
0: Yeah, just recently. Changed to now. We partner with Anheuser-Busch.
2: We do not partner with. We partner with specific alcohol companies. Yes. Okay. As long as MAD has a
3: say say in in the messaging. Can drive part of it. So right now we have the Decide to Ride with Matt Uber and Anheuser Busch. Anheuser Busch. And it's plastered right now because I just saw this, it's plastered everywhere in New York and especially in Manhattan, all the boroughs. That they're going heavy up there. Okay. Um, and I said to the our new CEO, I said, I'm I as a person, as a survivor, I'm a hundred percent for this because A they have the means to further our voice. Sure. They they hold obviously the purse strings. They they've got tons yeah. of money. Um, and as long as we message it properly with them, and you know we're partners, and we do it respectfully, they can gain just as much as we can. Mm-hmm. So they can gain from the decide to ride, make a plan, drink responsibly, which is. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they don't use that anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, we we can come together even better, stronger, bigger. Right. I feel like okay, and really support each other. Um, and like I say, what most of us that speak and are involved in the organization, we all drink alcohol. I'm not yeah. going to stand up there and be like some hypocrite and like, oh, I never touch stuff. Right. And right. No, that that's not true. Um, we need to be responsible. It's just all about being responsible, and I just feel like that's just a huge. I mean, they're tapping into it yeah. more now, but um, I, I'm just 100% okay. excited to to do that um, again. Education. Okay.
2: Yeah, and for me, I think I would like to see continued. And this is where it's hard for us. We, like I said, I am heavily involved with prevention programs mm-hmm. and the Walk Like Mad program. Um, that's will always be my baby in St. Louis, especially because our family was—we kind of founded that here. Um, But getting law enforcement support into some of these types of programs, for me, would be huge. Um, Whether it's having an officer, you know, we've discussed this a lot Mm -hmm. at a VIP program. Our VIP programs in most of the areas are 100% volunteer-led, which means at every, we have, you know, multiple offenders, but then we have someone like myself or Chris, and then we have you know, two other volunteers. Um, so having a law enforcement officer present is it gives us a little bit of I don't know, security. Well, it's a ton of I hate to okay. say security or it support. Is security for um, me. It's I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah. And and it's hard um uh, because we never want to take officers away from their families and we know we always think it would be nice to find a way to partner with departments mm-hmm. to allow them to do some All sort of service, some time, getting yeah. paid, yeah. or like, some kind of service, something, yeah. where they could help partner with MAD, whether it's a grant, there's, there's there's gotta be some way that maybe they could do something where it would be, or the department gives back. Um, you know, we do a lot with multiple departments in the area, um, but having an officer present I think, and you know, I I don't know. I'm. I have never. I haven't been an offender. I haven't sat on that side of the table. But I just get the feeling like, when you have a victim speak, and then when you have an officer speak, and when you have an offender speak, it's this trifecta of, like, the perfect panel that gives them. You know, like a lot of them are angry at officers because True. they, you're the, you know, you're the one that put them there, yeah. right? The they're there. I'll never you do this to you. me? Yeah. But it's I all think you, right? When yep. An officer comes in and explains, like, why. And then you have this victim who has this story that is, I mean, they're heartbreaking, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have an offender that's like, dude, listen to this stupid shit yeah. I did. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, it just really, so for me, over the next five years we've talked about we would like to see an officer or some whether retired law yeah. enforcement or some kind of law enforcement officer present at a panel yeah um, and we talk then, about this
3: a lot we actually. talk about it a lot this and then like also
2: having yeah. um, law enforcement teams whether they're challenging each other we always joke about having some kind of team challenge at the walk getting uh, last year we had and I will say last year 2022 we had our best law enforcement involvement in the St. Louis walk we had it was amazing Hazelwood showed up with yeah. You know, our friend Scott came in full the motorcycle, motorcycle full leather head to toe. We had the Batmobile. Um, had,
3: yeah, troop brought Batmobile. Yeah. We had the fire department brought the pumper with the flag. Yeah, so last it year we did have a lot of, ton of support from mm-hmm. first responders.
2: But that so, kind of stuff. But then again, yeah, like I said, having an officer even partner with Chris Pate going into the schools, like there's, mm-hmm. I know that a lot of departments do whatever's taking over, like there's still DARE, but there's right. also other things right. that are happening, yeah. partnering with Chris and those kinds of things. I think would be such a great opportunity for MAD and the schools. So mine's more of a three-part program.
3: Okay. <laughs> no, but we're on board with that. Yeah, You and I are on the same page mm-hmm. with, we'd love to have more law enforcement presence. Mm-hmm. And I will say that, because I speak a ton at panels, Um, A lot of people will come in and see that. They'll see me and they'll be like, whatever. And then they'll see officers standing right behind me. And and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, crap, this just got real. Like, hmm, there's law enforcement here. So I notice a shift sometime that people that maybe want to talk back or question me or disagree with me. most instances they will think twice and then at the end of the panel they will come up and thank the law enforcement that are there so you know i keep referencing thursday night but you know we had to deal it's with a the situation <laughs> yeah, yeah. we had a little interaction um and then people saw that so i i was saying to people I said, you're seeing full-blown impairment right now this right. is what it looks like people and you're seeing an officer deal with it and bonus you were seeing an officer deal with it in a highly respectful, calm right. manner. All he kept saying to her was, ma'am, I'm a trained DRE. And explained to her what DRE, went into the full explanation. Mm-hmm. And I can tell from not even doing the 12-step examination on you, you are highly impaired. Yeah. Highly impaired. Therefore, you will not be completing tonight. And she said, yeah, but that lady over there is the one that makes the decision. And she looked at me, and I said, yeah, and you're not completing tonight. I'm not allowing you because of what Officer O'Neill just told you. Like, full-on listen to him. But this is what people, I say this all the time, this is what people need to see out there. Um, People, I'm just talking about, like, general public. Uh I've witnessed so many arrests on the side of the road, in the hospital, whatever. These, and it's all been with men so far, so I'm just going to say these male officers have been fully, 100%, took their time. Let me explain to you. Yeah. You know, the trooper I was at I was like, dude, I got all night. How yeah. many times do you want me to repeat this yeah. to you? Here's what implied consent means. Here's what's going to happen to your license. We're going to go to the hospital or not, Fully, your choice. Right, up to you. But here's what 100 breaks it down, and I've seen that from multiple departments, yeah. different people across the board. This is what general public still, I feel like, sometimes don't get. They don't get. They still got that misconception in their head. Oh, they're just out to be dicks and right. they just want to arrest right. me and be the hard guy and the, let me put the cuffs on. no, yeah. no. Every, everyone that we've been,
2: been with has been, no. I mean, they are the kindest officer. <laughs> it's insane how the much. The trooper
3: said to me after we arrested a highly intoxicated individual who needed help standing,
4: yep. like,
3: hi, you've been there,
4: yep.
3: um, after we went in booking and blah, 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 he made a complete ass out of himself the entire time in the station laughing how funny it was he was so f***ed up and he was just so proud of himself like 100% and the guy was in his late 60s like (laughs) seriously um after the guy got picked up and we got all done and we were doing paperwork he said to me I'm so sorry how do you feel right now cared about how I felt in that situation knowing full on I'm a survivor and I had to witness all that And I said, honestly, Jesse, I just wanted to smack his head off. And he said, I feel like that every damn time. And I can't. I have to maintain composure and respect and explain and educate. And I said, got it, got it, got it. Um, That's got to be so hard for you. But, yeah, I just want to knock his block off. Um, It is hard, yeah. I I get it, and I 100% I. this is what I say to people I can't ever express my great appreciation for what it is that law enforcement does but specifically these guys that are always out hunting yeah like there's no words there's for me in my situation where I came from there are no words to put that out there I
0: like that yeah yeah that's solid um so, oh, I will okay. say
2: too, just one more thing with partners. Um, I don't know, I can't speak for other states, but for Missouri roadway safety partners here, MODOT, mm, yeah, 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 Susan Glass, yeah. think first, yeah. I mean, we so, have, yeah. probably more phenomenal roadway safety partners. I know I'm forgetting some Coalition for Roadway Safety, Missouri Safety Center.
0: Do you guys do anything with partners in prevention, anything like that, or is it college don't know based? That I have, I don't okay. think
2: we've had anything with them um okay. safety center i think there's another one by close to you safe Something and sober yeah i mean like we can't ask for stronger roadway safety coalitions not just for repair driving but for buckling up right. for Put just, just i mean um, yeah. yep slowing down you know mm-hmm. just all those things and it's amazing when you look at and i've been in on a couple of different coalition meetings um the amount of effort and time that goes into roadway safety in Missouri is phenomenal. Yeah. It is phenomenal. And I used to, 20 years ago me, was like, Modat literally is just there to clear the roads when yeah. it snows, yeah. right? Like, you know, that's what Modat does to snow. Yeah. Right? Like, I was like, oh, Modat, there <laughs> you <laughs> are <laughs> go. The I'm yeah. like, these sure. guys, yeah. like, the amount of time and energy that's yep. put into roadway safety and crashes mm-hmm. in every part of it yep. is is phenomenal. Yeah. So we are very fortunate at Mad to be included in that group, yeah. Um, and that has never lost on me how much time and energy that they put in to helping yeah. us fight impaired driving, along with the law enforcement partners. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. So yeah.
1: I yeah. have a random like nerd question. Are you? I know. <laughs> from a funding <laughs> perspective, we were talking about grants. Are you guys? Do you guys have a lot of grant funding? Or are you we all do. volunteer? <laughs> okay. So we, are, we have.
2: We all... have. Um, so Mad does have staff. Mm-hmm. That is unrestricted dollars, mm-hmm. but they also get grant funds through Voca, which is Victims mm-hmm. of Crime Assistance, yeah, um, and which is limited. Mm-hmm. Um, that's federal f- grant, and then they also do Highway Safety Grants through, okay. which is kind of like mm-hmm. Modot. Mm-hmm. Um, for underage drinking prevention measures. So we do we are able to use okay. um, some funds through
1: that. And sure. then the rest of it is just straight fundraising fundraising. Fundraising, mm-hmm. fundraising, so, fundraising. Which is what yeah. and then what is your mix? Just a be, a lot of, so I was on I was in Casa when, Yeah, I was oh, on, absolutely Boca yeah, so yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. But yeah. what, like what is your mix in terms of grant versus like uh, fundraising. Fundraising. fundraising um yeah. like I would say I mean, we're at this. I mean, it used to be a lot higher
2: in the grant, but Voca, mm-hmm. obviously, as you know, has mm-hmm. been coming down. So I would say at least 50-50 okay. at this point in time. Yeah. But, uh, statewide, I would. So we got to raise yes. some dollars. Gotcha. So we, yeah, and yeah, that's so where, and we we depend a lot on volunteers. And that's where yeah. it's, um, you know, we have we cover the entire state for victim services. So mm-hmm. it, no matter where you are in the state, we will come to you. Oh, um, I didn't so know that. even yeah. So even mm-hmm. though we only have four technically victim mm-hmm. services that are MAD um, staff, mm-hmm. staff by MAD. Um, that's why you we have just a strong volunteer base and all of our volunteers that are court based volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, so myself, Chris Marino, um, my aunt Deb, um, my caney, there's a couple there's a couple great volunteers in the area. They are were trained by MAD, VADY trained, and it's a yeah. week long training. Um, and it's victim service training specifically um, to work with um, victims of impaired driving. Yeah. It's very geared towards that, but it's a yeah. week long training mm-hmm. that you go through before you're allowed to work with mm-hmm. um, with victims. You can volunteer yeah. with anything, right, like, with right. the walk and other things like that, but specifically mm-hmm. going and helping families in court, obviously there's protections there and different things that sure. mad wants to make sure you're not just sending anyone in there. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah. it is, it's very, um, so, which is great because, like I said, if there are families that, you know, there's a lot of families where you can't. Um, one, we don't want them at every court hearing. You know, if you're just going and they're gonna they're gonna continue it, continue it, continue yeah. it, and we have families that start off and all they you know, they want to sit there and they, they want to go to every hearing. Yeah. Well, they don't want to miss anything. Because it's law and order, right? It's oh, exactly and It's going down. Like, so like when elderly. they go in and they're like, oh, you know, case X, Y, and Z, and then, you know, oh, can we push that to yeah. 719?
3: Right. And, then, right. and, right. the yeah. and then that's the norm. And then the norm like, yeah. in a criminal trial. Yeah. And
2: the family's like, what just happened? We're yeah, like, they oh, have no it clue. Just, it got continued. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, three did, months. They, they took yeah. a day off work for this. Right. And so, and that's where I think, with victim services especially, mad is so helpful to just be like, here's the deal. And this is where we have, um, we work very closely with an advocate in Illinois. And we always joke, um, her name is Christy, and she's the warm and fuzzy mad victim advocate. And I am the, I'm going to give it to you straight. This is going to suck. We're
3: the no-holds Like, (laughs) Like, Here's (laughs) what's going to go down.
2: Think of the worst case scenario, and this is going to happen. like, There's a good chance. Like, It's just, because for me, by telling a victim, hey, you know they're going to get prison time don't worry they're going mm-hmm. to jail like mm-hmm. it's not going to happen yeah. like mm-hmm. most of the time you know we see for you know when it's straight up like DWI fatality like maybe 5 years maybe. i don't maybe yeah. like if it's a first offense yeah it sucks i mean yeah. so it's really hard these people think oh well it's it was a murder yeah. like they why are they not going to jail it's right. it's really it's really difficult for families so all right, so go
0: we'll away? go to the last okay. last thing. Um, I, usually I say ladies first, which is Smee, but I guess I'm the only male in the room. Uh, <laughs> so you want to go men first? Uh, yeah. we'll you go first. Let's start with uh, how about we go with, with the guests and then Smee, and then I'll just uh, okay. say something p- quick and get out of here. All right. So, you guess Chris, you want to go first? Final thoughts? My final
3: thoughts. Um, so, my final thoughts are. I love what I do now. I didn't think I'd ever get to this point. Um, It's been a hard journey. Um, I feel like I have to do this all the time, just so that people still remember my husband, um, Ricardo Moreno, and it gives me purpose. It also gives me hope that we're doing positive things. Again, I keep using that word educate, but it's all I know. Um, And I'm grateful for Jen, who's been a huge support to me through the whole process um, in learning how to be an advocate and um, to the law enforcement community at large. It's just, I wish I had unlimited funds to support everybody, do special things for just, you know, on a random Tuesday, make your day, like, because I can't. There's not enough gratitude for me. The end. I like <laughs>
4: that.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, before Smee
2: goes, we have a present for her. Oh, oh it's, it's Right.
3: Oh no. Is this is just, it's for, just me? for me. Yes. yes. Because Come we really love <laughs> yeah, And you, this is nothing like. Yeah, yeah, you're the first one. <laughs> <like,
2: "Yeah>, okay, <laughs> I guess he I'll loves tolerate me. her. bless he me.
0: Yeah, when you when you send a message, is Smeak going to be yep. there? I'm like, yes, hell yeah. did they mistype that? Nope. No, no, we want
2: nope. Smeak. So this Aww. is like, let's turn it over. Yep. So this was painted mm-hmm. by my daughter. Aww. And this is a rock for the rock. For the rock. So we call her the With rock. We call her the rock. And she got a painted We call her the MAD logo Thank on So it's got the MAD logo on it. And it's just so, it's This is painted so, by so, Sophia, so, which is my daughter, who is... Our special friend. You yes. who, um, yeah. We love her. Well, we love
1: thank her. you. I'll probably go in the studio. Yeah. I'll, yes. put her, I'll put it. I'm just gonna carry it all the time so I can show it yes. to him. feel like, like I'm <laughs> yeah. well, you, can just, you can see some. Dude Whenever things it, get a little, little hairy, hair, you can yeah. just yeah. go. I'll show yeah. it you. You can throw it a bird. I'm the rock. Oh my <laughs> yes. god. You can throw it at bird.
2: <laughs> you yeah, you guys throw a bird. But we know. We know how much work you do behind the scenes. She does. Yeah. We do understand. Yeah. Yeah. We props to Smee.
1: So, yes. Thank you. Smee keeps it Thank running. You for, you know. <laughs> what do
0: I say? You're the business, and what don't I say You're the business, and I'm the talent. Oh, yeah. they call well, it's Bird it, me and Bird. And him, yeah. Me and, and, and Bird and are the Bird talent. Me and
1: Bird love to call themselves the talent. <laughs> 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 I'm just oh, wow. Well. But in reality, Smee runs really it. That's really
3: taking <laughs> some poetic
1: words. <logic. laughs> <Yeah>. Holy smoke. <laughs> Bird, help me. <laughs> Bird. <laughs> uh, all
0: right, Jen. We'll give you uh, final thoughts. Well, did you
1: have? I didn't. You didn't have any Is family. it me or? Yeah, you, or you know, you're, go.
0: Okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't care. About. Yeah, so go. I just
1: want. I enjoyed today's discussion, and I think it was really. I I knew about that. and, Like I, you know, obviously everybody knows about them, but not of people like know a lot about them, right? So you don't know um, the inner workings of it, and I think that um, I, you know, love your story and your cause, and it's very. I mean, in our area, I've actually reached out. We don't actually have an active Mad chapter right now, um, where we where we park our studio. Um, <laughs> so that's unfortunate, and I don't know that I have the capacity to help start one. But I definitely think that it is a needed thing in that area, and so I would like to be, a, you know, I would like to see that happen sometime. Um, and I think, like I said, I knew I knew about the cause, and you know, a, a lot of people. Um, you know, are familiar with the name, but I don't think that probably give you the time that you guys deserve to talk about it. Um, And I would just say, don't get discouraged. Um, If your presence shuts people down or irritates it, then there's probably a why, and that has everything to do with them and not you. So just keep on, keep on doing the good things and um, spreading your message. And you can tell it means a lot to you guys and your work's appreciated. And just thank you for talking to us and letting us come hang out with you and yeah. we'll have to come back for a part two thank you I like Absolutely. keep on keep it on, keep yeah. on, keep it yeah. on is strong yeah. yeah so I just say thank you like, yeah. I, I love the discussion and I think that I love you I love your passion I'm sorry that you have to have yeah,
4: this there's, passion. There's a need for it, but yeah, yeah that
1: there's a need and there's a reason why you have this passion but I, I think it's it's great and you should share it so All
2: right. Mm-hmm. Up. Um, okay final thoughts for me one um, Thank you for having us on the potty. We are very excited. We've been like... We what, what you call it the potty. We've been we do call it potty. We, we, I ever. listen to it. I am a podcast yeah. girl. I listen yeah. to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. I drive. I spend a lot of time in the car yeah. um, driving kids to sports and random things. So I love a good podcast. Um, and I really want Bird to get you on with Rogan. So I'm on <laughs> Team Bird. Get him on Rogan. Let's do this. Yeah. I, will, I will help. What can I do? Yeah. Um, so... Definitely, um but also I just really appreciate you guys bringing this to light and helping us share our stories because this is what we do at Mad. We our big thing is one, say the person's name right. Talk about David. Talk mm-hmm. about Rick. Like keep sharing the stories because that's what we need to do. Uh, a lot of times people see us and they would be like, "Oh, it's so sad." Like don't don't feel mm, guilty. Right. Don't feel guilty for us. We are we are warriors. Oh, thanks we are. for saying that.
3: I wanted to say that's so bad. Yeah, we are. you gonna nice. have empathy. With me all day long, but I don't want your sympathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so far past that. Yeah. Sorry.
2: Yeah. No, nope, you're fine. We are, but we are, we are, we are warriors.
3: We are. We want this
2: yeah. to. Yeah. We want to take this message and put it out there because it's very important. And, yeah. you know, I look at my kids and I think, in a couple of years, they're going to be driving and they're going to be on the roads. And God bless the officers that are out there supporting them and keeping them safe when they are driving. And I just pray they make good decisions, and I put that out there to them. Um, You know, I coach my kids in sports, my girls soccer and volleyball. I pound that message into those kids. Um, Actually, I laugh because your sticker, we love your stickers, um, but the you got what you got because yeah. you did is like literally parenting, the coaching parenting advice theme. Advice. I like 101, Yeah, 101. I literally Point tell my it. girls when yeah. they don't run enough in soccer, I'm like, oh, you got what you got because you did what you did You didn't condition. Let's see. Uh, so um, it's great. But anyway, I just think, thank you so much for the opportunity to come on and share because like we said, we just, we just want the message out yeah. there. Um, and buckle up. Phone down, slow down, drive sober.
0: Yep. Yeah, what a good I know, like yeah. ending. Like she just boom boom yeah. boom. I She's like. got yeah. her bullet points. Yeah. love it. Yep. Uh, so super
1: nerd. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My final thought is one: I have written I written down uh, wrote an idea down, and I was thinking about no. the mad walk. Uh, I was
1: like, no, I was like, he wrote it. No, now. no, no. I no, like, actually this has it. been right here okay. the whole time. Oh, so I have an idea. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And. You just, you know, I'm just gonna throw it out there. You do it with it what you you're want. gonna bring a team. Uh, I mean, that may be. We're possible. gonna go live. That's like body fat Here we go. Well, I was thinking about the walk with Matt. Is the official title right mm-hmm. now? Walk like Matt. Walk like, like Matt. Okay, I knew that's missing something. But you're talking about the picture with like the 80s jogging suits. Mm-hmm. When is the walk? This is like July or
2: October fifteenth. October.
0: I mean October fifteenth with up. like eighties jogging suits being like the theme of the <laughs> walk. Yeah. I'm telling you, I can like see this. Yeah, I'm telling you. Bring uh, it, it like like back. Like I'm,
2: I'm gonna sh- find this picture. I'm gonna show it to you. Yeah, it's fun a
0: themed walk because I think that'd yes. be cool. Yeah, and and mm-hmm. that honor, but you're still doing the the right. walk, and I think it'd be. Mm-hmm. I think the public would really mm-hmm. enjoy the, the theme. We are kind of going to
2: have donuts. We always have donuts at the walk because, hello, donut, drink, and drive. It's like yeah. the best thing mm-hmm. ever. I don't know why you're looking at cops when yeah. you say
0: donuts, but mm-hmm. you know. I mean, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and no. we
3: are wanting to challenge departments. Okay. This year. Like Get
2: a team in. together. Jeff Cozen. Jeff Cozen's already got a team. In.
0: What's the team? Two, three, five?
3: KCPD's
2: coming over here to walk? No, they oh. have a, a walking kids. Can- There's they a walking kids Okay. There's a walking can walk-in
3: Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, we sponsored a team. So
2: yeah, Kansas City is. I wrote it down. September sixteenth, and October October fifteenth. Okay. Yeah, but we're
3: challenging local law enforcement to get a team together, Mm -hmm. and I'm sponsoring like a catered dinner to the biggest team. Oh. Like nice.
0: What What's like a like a team's like Mm fifteen or what's a whatever we want.
3: Whatever.
2: Whatever.
0: Bring it. it. Be a team of one. 18. Well, you could, but you yeah. won't win. Yeah. Oh. You
4: <laughs>
0: You are yeah. really
2: like fast. Most of <laughs> our teams are anywhere between like, we have some teams that are like eight, some are yeah. like 10, some yeah. are like 15. What
0: if the team of one raised the most money? Oh, then you, you'll win. You'll win some shit. Interesting. Yeah.
2: Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. He's intrigued. Okay,
0: sorry, I'm rambling. And then
2: now. also, I don't know when this will air, but Saturation Saturday, August oh, yeah. 26th. And yeah, that is yeah. nationwide. August that's a nationwide 26. event.
1: Okay. So that's a, Yeah, I probably won't go by that time, but we can definitely do stuff about, like, about it. Yeah. yeah, Saturation Saturday, August
3: 26th. Um, we have a huge turnout. And August this, 25th is the supposedly national press conference taking place in Keener Plaza here in St. Louis okay. with NHTSA, Modat, MAD. Okay. So we'll be there to kick it off and to promote it
2: i did just hear hot off the press tess roland is coming the national president okay to speak at saturation saturday i don't i haven't heard yet if she's coming in 25th or 26th so. okay feel like
0: a is she like kind of smaller blonde oh, okay I'll no
2: alex adi is probably you met alex about yeah. okay she was hit yeah. by an impaired boater.
0: That's how, yeah, okay. It's Alex. Yeah. She okay, was our the uh-huh. yeah. Gotcha.
2: Cool. The new national president is Tess Rowland, and she was hit by an impaired driver.
0: Uh which on this though, you can always push if you, you know your social media stuff, you can always push it to us and we'll be happy to push it out. That's awesome. So anytime. Great, Great.
2: thank
0: you. Okay. Uh I guess that's gonna really wrap it up. Two hours and twelve Jeez. minutes. Wow. So Do we sorry. hold the record? You Do we might hold the record? Might be, yeah. It yeah, you so might good. hold it. So, oh. so sorry. And
1: especially if you didn't have any breaks.
0: Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. my God, that's right. Uh, are you guys going to do it again? I always ask again. Oh, hundred oh, percent. Yes. Okay. 100% hell yes. I like it. Right. Let us
3: know when part two is coming. Awesome. <laughs>
0: we're, we're always down. <laughs> we're
3: ready. We'll do a new spirit.
1: Yeah. 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 I'm intrigued by this yeah. brand. We'll bring spirits.
0: All right. All right. <laughs> I appreciate you guys being here. I do appreciate all that y'all do. Uh, next time, I'm going to tell my mad story. <gasps> oh, as I had a, that down. As, as a Ask Ryan his mad it's story. Oh, story. It's a full story. Yes. I, I'll probably bring that prop. For the other one, yes, we'll oh, do
1: that awesome. part too. We'll Ryan's stories. I've Lee got, story I've sessions got part two, two. Oh. two mad
0: stories down Oh, down there. that's awesome! A lot of people don't know. <gasps> <gasps> Definitely one of them. <gasps> <Yeah>. Nice. <laughs> oh my God. So nice. uh, okay. Yeah, I can't We're wait to hear first. <laughs> yep, yep. I will. Uh, I'll bring that, and I think you guys will enjoy some Love of it. Love it. So, I appreciate you guys hosting us. The drinks, uh, snacks, everything was good. A nice, cool room. It's not 110. Yeah. Okay. Um, other than that, uh, that <laughs> that is it, and we will see you on the. Next one on so, the flip side. Yep. Yeah. See you on the flip side. So, peace.
1: That showbiz baby.